You're listening to a Pave Media show. Visit pavemedia.net for more podcasts and video entertainment. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast. This is episode 137. I'm Brandon T. McClure. Ooh. With me, as always, is Ben Magnet. Yo. Ryan James Iliopoulos. It's me. Otherwise known as RJ Iliopoulos. <laughs> Never ever. And Sparks Witty. Yo. Sparks. Yeah. Sparky Sparks. Yeah. Well, How are you guys? Hey. I'm good. Are you? Can we settle this? Is it just Sparks? What are we doing? I always forget. I, I think we're. I think it's just Sparks Witty. I feel like we did this at the top of the last episode. We Listen, did. We, we probably did. did, but you know, it's been a week. I yeah. forget. I I figure we just go with what I put on the Pave Media thing, okay. which says Sparks Witty. Cool. Okay. So, All right. So Sparks Witty. It's the Instagram. It's the name. We're we're done. Johnny Spark Plugs. Close. Close. Johnny Spark Plugs. <laughs> Took us a hundred some episodes to figure it out, but we got thirty-seven. It. Thank you. Well, no. Let's subtract the ones he wasn't on. One hundred thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah, that might be right actually. I don't know. I just took a guess. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> How are you guys? I'm doing all right. I week? had a sh- shitty week. Me oh. too. Uh, I couldn't move the entire week because I no. hurt my back really bad. No, you How couldn't. How's your back? Uh, it's okay. It's good. You, it's okay. You're, you're walking. I'm walking. Uh, I'd rather not be. But hey, I got to get around. But hey, besides, Ryan. Uh, hey, what's up? What's the opposite of Christopher of Christopher Reeves? No. No. <sighs> Bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, you actually said it wrong. It's what's the opposite of Christopher Walken? What Christopher Reeve? There you oh, go. you're right. Yeah, yeah. You, you messed up. Uh, well, you messed up that old DBZA joke. Well, my joke. Well, my joke wouldn't have been funny then. But thank you for telling the bad joke on the on the air. Oh, now you ben, seem like the bad guy. This is your fault. If I edit this, if I edit mine <laughs> out, you just seem like the dick. Don't yeah. worry, he won't. You're yeah. right. I won't. I played a video game called Galactic Civilizations 3. And oh. it's about expanding your empire in the world, in the galactic world. And I was a a cybernetic race of evil squirrels. And I'm not making <laughs> this up. They are a canon race in this <laughs> this stupid universe. Is this, a, is this a sequel to Conker's Bad Fur Day? It might as well be. Because it's just like giant squirrels with like cyber eyeballs. <laughs> uh, that sounds like the D-Day uh, uh, level in Conker Live and Reloaded. Yeah. Uh, you, it's not far off, but just imagine like hundreds of years in the future. But it's a... It's a uh, a 4x game like explore exterminate like you get resources you build a space empire i think it's 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 a pc game so it's kind of like i don't know if it's up your alley but it's about you know uh being political in space Mm -hmm. and getting treaties and trade routes while also defending against evil monsters all i can think about is that level of conquer's bad bird now for those of you who don't know, oh, what I'm talking about is the, in Conquer Land Live Reloaded, Reloaded, which is the remake of Conquer's Bad Fur Day for the Xbox. It's great. They added a Saving Private Ryan slash Terminator yep. level uh-huh. where you played as Conquer in D Day. Storming, storming D Day. Yeah, yeah. But they were Terminator teddy bears. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that that was game, rad. The game had really excellent multiplayer, too. Yeah, uh-huh. it did. I played that game yeah, a did. lot. That yeah. game was really rad. Yeah. I just want to. Oh, man. Conquer's great. They should remake that game. Um, it might be co- backwards compatible on the Xbox. Well, they have the rare replay. They do have the rare replay. They don't even need bad, it. Conquer's Bad Fur Day, but I want Live and Reloaded back again. Yeah, that'd be rad. That would be really rad, actually. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. Anyway, uh, Evil Squirrels. That's that's all I did mostly. Well, what cool. else did we do, Ryan? We s- oh, here's a tease, my man, yeah. my mittens, my friends, my my all my men's uh, women's your mittens, my mittens, <laughs> my kitten. Mittens. Did you just assume my gender? I was gonna say in all the all the pronouns, whoever you want to be. Yeah. Uh, we got some stuff in the works. Yeah, we We're do. We're recording some stuff. We oh. did. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I didn't hear about this. I thought 
We talked about it. No, this is news yeah. to me. Oh well, yeah. Ben's been coming over every couple, every every over the other day. Yeah, and cool. we've been recording some stuff. Yeah, well, well, is this a sex thing? No, I mean it could be. Well, yeah, but right now it's not. Okay, we'll see what the audience uh, uh, <laughs> likes thinks about it. Guys, yeah. don't make us do this. <laughs> oh, they won't make us do it. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, no, we're we're working on something. We're not going to announce it yet. No, we're not. But we're, we're still but early. It, it, we're, we've been talking about it for a while, but it's actually happening. Yes, we're actually working on it. That's exciting. That's exciting. Yes. It's video stuff, so that's cool. Yeah. Heck yeah. Sounds like sex things. Anyway, it's yeah. not sex things. How are you guys? The other two, the ones who haven't talked yet. Sparks. Hey, well, this is riveting, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, such riveting, such riveting commentary. By the way, it's like 80 degrees. So if you guys in, in the off chance you guys can hear my air conditioning, that's what that is. Just pretend you don't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. it's gonna happen a lot, like it's, going forward. It's no, hard. no, uh, my my new place has a central AC. That's mm. great. Half the time we're still gonna record at our place, which will have swamp coolers. That's Hell right. yeah! So just get used to it. It's hot. I like one. Part we of live those in words. Los Angeles. Yes, yeah. we do. We yeah. live in the armpit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Ben. Uh, you know, my, you know, work sucks. Yeah. But uh, yesterday it was really nice because I got to go see an old friend of mine from high school whom I haven't seen in almost five, six plus years. That's awesome. And also his girlfriend, she does a podcast. So shout out to her. She does the Nerdy and Thirty with Negan podcast. So it's it's really it's a nice podcast. It's a cool name. It's not a nice podcast. It's a really good podcast. She talks about like nerd stuff, mental health, and all that and all that jazz. I'm into it. So um, I'll obviously open invitation to her to come on here. I love it. She could just hit me up and we'll... If you're listening. Yeah. She does listen to us, by the way. Hit oh, it up. no, I don't like that. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> Man, Brandon wants no listen. guests that listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, 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 my ideal guests are people who don't listen to the show. Don't even know who no, they she, are. She's a friend of mine, and yesterday I finally played something I never played before, which was Cuphead. I was going to bring this up if you didn't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw you playing that. Yeah, I played Cuphead, and holy shit. How well did you do? Not very well. Okay. That game's tough. Yeah. That game is tough because, like, you're a no, Mega Man guy. The thing and it's, is, it's that, that game is tough. Yeah. But as I was playing it, it was—it's not one of those things where it's like, because my buddy, my buddy who was telling me is like, yeah, you can rage, you will rage quit on this game. There are times like we were trying, like that stupid uh, flower boss. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kept dying over and over and over again. We were doing playing this co-op, and I was just like, uh, one That's more try, game. one more try. So I we just kept going because it's not like one of those games where you rage quit and you just never touch it. It's one of those games where it's like you you're mad, but you're like, no, I'm gonna beat this. You don't want to be effort. defeated. I'm yeah. gonna beat this mother effer. So I cannot wait for this game to come out on Switch. I'm gonna buy it the second Hell it comes yeah. out. I secretly hope they add like a, like a Nintendo boss because a lot of Nintendo games like when they have ports, they uh-huh. have like exclusive stuff for to make it like, hey, look, Mario's in this game. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I think that'd be real yeah. cool. Yeah. No, but I. Because I've seen videos of Cuphead on YouTube, and I've seen people talk about Cuphead yeah, and all that jazz. It. That game is rad. Yeah, I can't talk. I can't stress enough how awesome that game is, just design wise, the art style. You could even see like the, how it's. It looks like an old 1930s yeah. video, like or Steamboat film. Willie. Yeah, like, it looks uh, like an old 30s and 40s yeah. cartoon on the screen. He's even got like the the, the weird animation's cuts. incredible. The white noise pops. It's all hand drawn, man. It's yep. yeah, it is crazy. It's, it's beautiful. I'm so happy it's coming to Switch. I can't wait for it. Uh, I love that game because uh, it tells you how far you've gotten in the level. Uh-huh. So you could be literally one hit away from beating the boss, yeah. and I'll show you the meter. Uh-huh. And you're like, you almost made it, bud. That was, the reason, that was one of the reasons yeah, why yeah. we kept playing it. That was the, yeah. one of the reasons why. Because you, you kept getting close. Yeah. So you were doing co-op, right? Yeah, we were doing co-op. Sometimes co-op is even worse because like your buddy will get killed, and then you'll put yourself in a bad position <laughs> trying to high-five your buddy to bring him back. Yeah, yep. th- there were many times where I've, I've done something very stupid in the running guns or in the boss levels, and my ghost is... I was playing as Mugman, so my ghost flies up, and I'm telling my buddy, I was like, don't save me, I don't deserve to live. <laughs> yeah. I messed this up bad. Just don't go, save. just go. 
And he's like, there's this one time, it was a running gun level, the tree level, where I died, and my ghost kept flying up, and my buddy's like, no, no, I'm going to save you, just leave me, dude, I don't deserve it. And he's jumping up the tree, and you could, like, my ghost is off screen, so you think it's like, I'm done, I'm, you can't bring me back. Mm-hmm. No, he kept going up the tree, it's, the, it's a vertical level, and you can see my ghost. Keep on it rising. It was slowly rising, and he made it up to the top, and high five me, and I came back to life. I was like... And I was like, oh, yeah, I live. And you then, shouldn't have just said he immediately died. And then I immediately died two minutes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds like that game. That's right. the game. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, was, it was great. It was fun. It, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen him in years, and it was really nice to, to meet um, his girlfriend. She and I have been talking. She's been asking me podcast stuff, and it was really good. I had a really good like time. It looked like you had a good time. It was, it was yeah. fun. It was something I desperately needed. Yeah. And yeah. I can't wait for coming out on Switch because, oh, my God, I'm going to play that thing. It's Speaking of video games, I played Xenoverse. A little bit more of his universe. Oh, yeah. oh. Did you create a character? Yeah. Did you create a Saiyan? Of course. Okay. Please. I'm <laughs> well, I'm just like, you know, so many options. I want to I want to be a Super Saiyan. Okay. I don't know if I can, but oh, I want it. Oh, Xenoverse mm-hmm. isn't Dragon Ball. For some reason, my yeah. Dragon Ball. No, no, my brain went to... Uh, Galactic Zen- Civilizations 3. <laughs> no, Xenoblade Chronicles for the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the I, Nintendo I'm, I'm uh, Wii U. Yeah. I'm speaking of Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Mm-hmm. Um, I borrowed from Sparks. And uh, I play it off and on because I'm I'm currently moving. Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of bittersweet. This is the last time we'll be recording in this room. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so it's kind of a kind of a kind of a sad moment. I but, yeah. You know. Hey man, I look at it as like looking to uh, to a better future. Yeah. Second yeah. to last time we'll be recording yeah. in this room. No, it's last time. Second to last. We're in your place. We're at your place. We're recording week. another special later today in this room, which will be <sighs> a separate recording. This is the last day. <laughs> this is the last day. It's the last right, day. The last day. The last day. Um, I'll, I'll let him have that. It's the last day. Dra- so I played Dragon Ball Xenoverse. If we don't have technicalities, what do we have? <laughs> Everything else. A happier life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I played Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Uh, I'm only on the the. I'm, I'm only on the Namek Saga, um, fighting Ginyu, and it's really really funny because like I'll be I'll, I just met the Supreme Kai of Time. And then like Trunks will just Trunks will like be talking to me when I'm fighting I'm fighting Captain Ginyu and he's just like he's just like we need to we need to save we need to save my father blah blah he's like we I'm over here what do you who is this we shit well he's the narrator he's got to like hey I'm here to help he, yeah he's, he's your cheerleader he's talking like he's fighting he's your coach yeah he's, he's a coach he's talking like he's fighting with me I'm like. He is, he is, man. It's like NASCAR, and you're racing, and he's he's the guy in the pit. Like you're doing great, kid. Yeah, see, he's like you're, you're fighting Ginyu, and what he's he on is? his cell phone. It's like, yeah, you're doing great, dude. What he is, he's your crew chief. That's what he is. Yeah, he's it's frustrating. Yeah, but yeah, taxi driver. I, I I really like the game. It's fun. I, I just need to get more health because goddamn, yeah. Napa killed me like 15 times. <laughs> Napa. Did you get Napa's move? Not yet. Because oh, Nappa's move is what bomb. to be bald? <laughs> no, no, no. Nappa's Nappa's like ultimate move in Xenoverse is probably one of the best moves in the game because he does that two finger thing where he just shoots his two I'm fingers. I'm a three finger up, kind of guy. And wherever the opponent is, the ground beneath them blows up. All right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, maybe I have that. I don't. I, don't, I, don't I know. love that ability. I think that ability is crazy good. Um, I also saw a movie called Gloria Bell, and uh, that's all I can say about that movie. Uh, I don't know what it is. So it's a, it's a movie. It's a Julianne Moore movie. It's a Julianne Moore movie with John with John Turturro. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a slice of life, but it's kind of aimless and has no real plot or structure or anything. It just kind of exists in this weird. I'm sure it would make someone happy, but it's it's just kind of frustrating. Happy. It because like the end sequence specifically is just there. It's just on her dancing, and nothing has changed in the plot. Her life hasn't changed for the better or worse. It's just 
she's at the same spot she was in, when the movie started. What's it called? Gloria. Gloria Bell. Bell. Okay. And I'm on, and it, the sequence goes on, and it keeps going on, and it keeps going on. Is it like a Return of the King stats where it just where no? Get, like, it's five just, it's just the takes. The it, takes just go. It just appears you might be on the minority on this one. I figured I would be. It's got a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes again. Wow. Yeah. How many uh, reviews? Uh, a lot. Two. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I wasn't crazy about it. It's 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 an art. So I'm sure it's an art thing. house. I, I haven't seen it, but when I hear a slice of life, that's literally that's the exact term. Is it, it doesn't have to matter because it's literally a slice of somebody's life. So like all that stuff that might be meandering, that's because it's just a Tuesday for that person, possibly. Yeah, I know. So it should. So I think that's if that's your kind of thing. That's your kind of thing. Oh, okay. It's not. I'm not. I'm not dissing anybody who likes that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I do not. That's fine. I, I'm not. Okay. I'm, sometimes I like movies like that, but this one just kind of like the takes are too long, and it's just. Ooh, I love long takes. <laughs> It's it's just <laughs> you're focused on one thing and like the camera could should have cut like five minutes ago because there's I nothing. I don't think he would, he would hate have a hard time he with Twin Peaks. You're gonna hate Twin Peaks then. The, but there's <laughs> nothing happening within the frame and it just kind of frustrated me because I'm like, okay, let's get to the next scene. We're, we're not you're not doing this. Yeah. But uh, people like it. That's uh, I guess so. That, that's good. Um, other than that, I just I've been packing, mm-hmm. uh, so I didn't get a chance to watch a whole lot. Um, Almost done with series of unfortunate events, and I really like that show. So, the uh, third season, the third, se- third mm-hmm. final. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm on the I'm on the last two episodes. It's really good. Nice. It's really oh, good. Oh, y- you, you, never mind. You still haven't gone yet. <laughs> Sparks. Oh. Sorry, uh, I forgot about what we've done. Go ahead. Oh, I'm done. Um, what did I do this week? Um, I bought tickets for Endgame. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. That was a nightmare. That was fun. That was actually funny because that uh, th- that wasn't that bad. No, the day you got tickets for Honestly. Endgame, I go I go to work that night and everyone talk who's talking to me is like, so uh, Ben, you got your tickets for Endgame yet? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh what? Yeah. I mean, they it's, were it like seems so everyone else had way more problems than you did. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like it was just us needing to agree where are we going and yeah. when. And then once uh-huh. that was done, like I just went on Adam tickets and I was like, do you guys want to sell your like tickets to to for five hundred dollars on spot? eBay? What? I don't think anybody would want our tickets for five hundred dollars. There were so many other tickets still for showings <laughs> at that that specific. Maybe we, if we lived in like New York on a Friday. Did time. you see the one that's selling for fifteen? That sold for fifteen thousand. No. What? Yeah, no, like no joke. I w- I looked on eBay to make sure that this was not some weird clickbait headline. There was a ticket for Avengers Endgame that is sold for fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, I believe it. Where? I'm sure there's some crazy person. If you have that kind of money, hey, hit me up. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got a ticket. Can you can you just fund our podcast? Yeah. 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 And I got go it. see Endgame Apparently, the next day at a regular time. I mean, you guys could, people could just like wait two days and see it on a Sunday. No, Evidently fifteen thousand. Fifteen. Look, if that's you, like my entire. That's like a year's salary. If yeah. you have fifteen thousand grand to spend, look, yeah. do whatever you want. Somebody spent like twenty dollars on a movie ticket and made fifteen thousand. Yeah, that's about an investment. Some, wow. that's some return. Yeah, that's and we're talking like one five, then the comma, not one oh, yeah. comma five. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've double checked. Jesus, we watched Game of Thrones. I yes, uh, I've been getting my girlfriend through Game of Thrones. She has one episode left, and then we're ready for the new season. I finished which it, which is coming next week. Hell you yeah! Finished the new season? No, no, no. I am. I caught up. I'm ready. I rewatched. Yeah, seasons. but you didn't. You didn't rewatch every season, did you? No, not every season. Yeah, there you go. Not that I'm dissing you, but <laughs> close, dude. Close enough. Long, long road. Good road. Yeah, long road. Good road. Yeah. Um, I've been popping my head in there here and there. Yeah. Uh, I listened to, um, I started listening to a podcast, uh, the 250, which are these guys in Ireland, and they're talking, they did a 18 hour podcast about Twin Peaks for charity live, and then they've uploaded it, and I've been listening through that, and that's a lot of fun. Hell yeah. 18 hours. Yeah, 18 hours live. 
and then they it's edit iconic it. people it's ryan's gold it's, 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 hell yeah, it's pretty great it's pretty great hell um yeah. i don't think our show is in total 18 hours i've been talking with mike from the downright nerdy podcast what a up bit. dude mm-hmm. we've been we've been back and forthing this week oh i, was, um, I spoke with shout mike. outs to them i spoke with mike patola on his uh instagram live uh, he has a new print coming up, so you know, Ooh. hey, Mike's a uh, Mike's a possible trivia mm, challenge coming right. back. I love it. All right, I love that. Oh man, I'm into it. Maybe I'll play this time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably nice. not though. I'll probably be working. No, nah, we'll make it work. Yeah, make it work. Um, it's a Sunday. We'll and uh, Chris Swindle got a mug from us. Yeah, that happened. Hey, that so mug looks real good. Yeah, it does. He's doing real. I was good. really happy with how that mug turned out. I gotta email him. <laughs> I just remembered that. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't do a lot. Yeah, yeah it's kind of a bum week, I think, for us all. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. Not every week can it can be legendary. No. no. I cried a lot. Does yeah. that work? I did too, but for yeah, physical reasons. We had different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, cry, I screamed on the inside. Does that count? Sure. I'll allow it. I'll allow okay. It. Yeah. 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 Sparks, here. any screaming or crying on the inside or outside? No, it's just all kind of kind of sitting there. Bubbling? And just, and just like letting the, the world wash over me. Going, man, wh- what am I even doing? Hey, you were waiting for Endgame. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm just, yeah, I'm just in pause till Endgame. Yeah. That's Speaking of, let's start, <laughs> let's start the episode in earnest. Whoa! Let's get into our bread and butter. And here's your bread and your butter. Here's your bread and butter. Okay, okay, not in my ear, thank you. All right, so I guess to start off, uh, I w- I'd ask you guys in, uh, earlier in person, um, anything interesting come out of CinemaCon for you guys? Did I you? No idea. <laughs> did you see anything? <laughs> I read that Sonic Hedgehog footage. Yeah? Yeah. I don't care for that Sonic Hedgehog footage. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You told no, me about I'll the tell so- you what. No, you guys told me about the Sonic the Hedgehog footage. Uh, no, I did not read that no, description. You, no, you, you did it? left already. You I read like the description of lines and stuff. Here's the thing. Oh. Uh Everything surrounding the characters and like what they look like and what they're doing, okay. But you read two jokes to me. That on paper are 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 actually funny, and like their execution. Would you just read it to me? I thought it was really funny. Now yeah. when it's executed on screen, it might not work. Yeah. But I thought what I forgot what the jokes were, but I thought they were. I got laughs out of them. So like Ben, just ho- maybe there's maybe. some hope. Maybe. maybe I'll put not. it. I'll put it this way. Um, the things that he's referring to were things with Jim Carrey. Uh-huh. Which don't surprise me, mm-hmm. but I still think the characterization of Sonic is going to be wrong. Yeah. yeah. And going to be bad. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I think I, I think Jim Carrey yeah. will be a saving grace in the film, yeah. and I think everything else is kind of going to be poopy. I, man, I'm Detective Pikachu trailer. I just we just gotta wait because th- those we'll comedy see. moments worked for me. Yeah, yeah. the um, uh, some things like we saw, we didn't see any footage coming out of Cinecon, CinemaCon, which surprised me. I, th- I thought, um, I thought for sure they would they would release something online. Yeah. We uh, anything? The, the, the public didn't, but they released yeah. a bunch of movie stuff, for um, lots of things. People saw like the cast of It, the young and old, um, together. They which, showed the which looked really cool. They showed the first seventeen minutes of Toy Story Four. The first seventeen minutes, yeah, which is a happened. lot of movie. Hearing it's really wow. good. Hearing it's really it's good. A lot of movie. Um, well, the rumor was it was going to be the first forty-five, which I was like, that's that's almost the that's, movie. Yeah, <laughs> just show the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, but the the cast of it was that was really cool to see the the side by side pictures. They showed footage of Lion King. They showed footage for Avengers. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman eighty four and Avengers. Um, not the same presentation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and Disney had a good faith showing with 20th century fox which i appreciated uh they had like they had blue sky and fox and fox nope not fox 2000 r.i.p uh fox searchlight and uh 20th century fox were included in their presentation i thought that was really interesting um more so than that they were saying that you know a lot of the fox properties 
um, they have a home with Disney, and I was happy to happy, happy to hear that. Especially Kingsman was the one that really got me going. They also said that they're going to have to move some release dates around. Oh, I'm sure things are in competition. I'm like, ooh, yeah, we're gonna, right. we're gonna see, looking at that 2019 slate. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah, I bet uh, that that's a little like, mm, all right. I mean, that's fine. I wonder which things are going to get moved off for, you know, worse competition over others. Yeah. Things that come from Fox, I imagine. And Dark Phoenix it was confirmed to be an ending. Like they, the re, whatever the reshoots were, they made it an ending for the franchise. So that's interesting. Okay. The big takeaway is New Mutants, I think. Yes, yeah. I think that yeah. the biggest takeaway is uh, that we know New Mutants is coming out. It's not getting sidelined to the streaming service. <laughs> like they're just releasing it in theaters. And Sparks, you mentioned that it could be it's saving grace. It could be pretty good because the reshoots won't have happened. By yeah, the time we know it's we know nothing about why the reshoots were going to happen, but um, just figuring from like choices that Fox was making beforehand. Mm -hmm. No offense to them, but with the X Men franchise. I'm just assuming that the reshoots might not have been necessarily the best thing that the film needed, especially when it comes to doing something that's a little leaning towards the horror genre at least. Yeah. Um, so we might we might be better off without them. Yeah, maybe. I think it's it's them basically shitting it out. Like, hey, that movie's coming out, and then we're ready to move on. Hey, yeah. Ryan, Spies in Disguise is a Disney movie now. No, Spies in Disguise is a Blue Sky movie being put out by Disney. Disney There's a movie. difference. It's a Disney movie now. No. If Alien is a Disney movie, uh, The Omen is a Disney movie, uh, Captain Die Hard is a Disney Captain movie. Captain America was a Paramount movie put out by Disney. Captain America was not put out by Disney. Oh, you're right. Okay, Avengers was a Paramount movie put out by Disney. That's fair. You got me there. Okay, so uh, Spies in Disguise is not a Disney movie. Fine. I will not be riled up by talking about <laughs> this attention. <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I just thought it was really interesting that really no news came out of CinemaCon. Yeah. You know, yeah. no really no announcements, no big things, nothing. I wonder. Surprising. I wonder exactly what's going to happen with Blue Sky now. I'm certain it's dissolved. I think they'll probably dissolve it into Disney Animation. I don't know that they'll do that. Yeah. I they're they're, so, just keep they're it? so stuffed. But you think they might just keep it? Well, just because those people got to go somewhere. You've got to well, you got to separate out. I if they can keep it a separate entity from Disney Animation, mm -hmm. then it's it's more or less fine. But like like that's why I was making the distinction. Like what you just said, it can't be registered as a Disney film. If they're gonna if people are gonna start recognizing it as Disney Animation film, then they're not going to keep it around sure. because they won't have the same quality control. Sure. If I'm being 100 percent honest, I just looked at all the movies that Blue Sky puts out. Sure. We're not losing a lot. I mean, I'm not going to say we are. Although I do like that first Ice Age. No, yeah. That first Ice Age is, is great. <clears throat> That's it. The third one makes me laugh. Isn't the third one the one where they go to the center of the earth and beat dinosaurs with Simon Pegg? I don't know. I think that's yeah. actually the fourth, the fourth one, one. And I oh. didn't see it. So Really? Oh. <laughs> just continental drift. I don't know. Dinosaurs. The, give John Leguizamo another Lamborghini. Truthfully, they all suck. But <laughs> give John Leguizamo <laughs> a Lamborghini. No, you're, you're, you're right. We're not missing much. What I'm specifically, specifically saying is those employees no, of course. would, be, would yes, need to go course. somewhere. It'll be, it'll, well, it'll be interesting to see. Like, I, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, in the same way that, like, you know, uh, is it Touchstone that was that Touchstone, was Disney? Yeah. yeah. So Touchstone would would come up, but it wouldn't say like a Disney company. You mm -hmm. know, it would just say Touchstone. So same same situation with a lot of the 20th Century Fox things. So that, like Disney has, yeah. you know, larger umbrella control, but like that separate them out from the Disney factor. Yeah, I was doing kind of some, I was doing some research on an article uh, for Fox 2000 because uh, they dissolved Fox 2000, which was pretty sad. I thought. 
um, one of the things that um, I noticed is that Touchstone hasn't put out a film into, since 2016, and I was curious about that. Apparently, Bob Iger has shuttered the company. The company yeah. no longer makes movies. It's now just a imprint for the movies that they already own. I thought that was really interesting. So Bob Iger doesn't want to use Touchstone anymore. Mm. Right. Anyway. Um, it's it's, it's going to be an interesting future. I'll tell you. Like We've had this conversation like over the, over the weeks as more information comes out. Mm-hmm. I still think like it's still best case scenario for what could have happened. Like with this Fox Disney stuff, yeah. every week we're getting a little bit more information. I'm like, hey, it's not the complete apocalypse. It is. It is. It's so, of, of course we, it's we have we have agreed. It is yeah. the best case scenario. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just glad that Disney isn't being a big jerk about this. Yeah, and it's shutting everything down. I'm really glad they're not. Yeah, I, I remember. Um, this is, uh, I remember I was telling you guys that I had heard that they were that Disney was telling Fox not to make any original IP anymore. Um, now. I was going to ask my my friends at Fox about that because I know some producers at Fox because of where I work. I'm able to talk to some people. Um, both have been laid off. Yeah, and that was yeah. that was a real bummer. <laughs> so don't take don't if take I'm, that seriously. Yeah, um, I imagine like a lot of like executive like that level are the people who get a lot of firings yes like artists and stuff like you can always use those people but like an exec like there's you don't need 30 executives to tell you how to use your money yeah paramount's courting the executive who who ran up uh, fox 2000 right now because she was she would have to be laid off okay yeah so yeah so there's there's uh, gonna be a lot of layoffs up up in the higher ups um we'll see we'll see the future is uncertain at this point Mm -hmm. certainly 2019's disney schedule is quite interesting (laughs) Very full. <laughs> yeah. It was full when it was just that. Just yeah. Disney. Yeah. yeah. I saw, man, Tolkien was up there. I was like, yeah. oh, buddy. Uh, that that, yeah. that was a trip. wonder if 20th Century Fox products go to D23 now. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Not all of them. No way. Well, all no, of them. but like, I bet if they have a high profile new alien movie, I bet you they will show it at. Yeah. No, D23. I don't think they would. Really? No, I don't think they really? would. Way too many kids at D23. Mm. Way too much of a, hey, of a PG-13 audience. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to show... They're okay. not. If they have an alien that they're marketing, they're not going to show it there. Okay. Yeah, probably not. Okay. That is family-friendly entertainment. That is recognized with the Disney name. I don't think most 20th Century Fox... Th- now, Fox this is not, me, argu- well, this well, is not they, me arguing with you, yeah. but wouldn't you say that half of your people getting killed in Infinity War is kind of mature? Yes, but it's a different kind of... It's a different kind of crowd appeal. I'll, I'll counter... Touchstone put out Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Would they ever go no, to D20? Still Disney. Yeah. Um, Miramax and Touchstone were both, were both I Disney. I know. I know. Um, okay, so Miramax put out put out uh, Pulp Fiction. Would Disney, if they ha- if they were still in business with Quentin Tarantino, would Disney go to D23 with the Tarantino film? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Yeah, because I didn't. I, I forgot that it's like they're family friendly. Yeah, I, I think I think D twenty three will stay in Expo where they keep things strictly Marvel, Star Wars, animation and yeah. live action. Do they, Disney Studios? Do they have a part two where it's like Disney Mature Day, where it's like all of their other stuff? Do they add? Do they add Disney another? After Dark? You know what I mean, like like Disney Plus or whatever or something. The streaming service. No, I don't think, you know, yeah. I don't think they will. I don't think they'll they'll worry about like if they've got something that they really like that's 20th Century Fox related that they consider high profile enough, they'll just put it at Comic Con. I don't think they'll bring it to the D23. Yeah, they're still going to go yeah. to Comic Con. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Be interesting to see what happens next. Yeah. Um, speaking of Akira. Oh, weird. Yeah. So Akira, we've known for quite some time that Taika Waititi has been attached to this film. Uh, as a director, rumors uh, and rumors until that you know, hey, this movie's been in development for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Who knows if it was going to happen? Leo, Leo has been wanting to make this movie. Leo was supposed to star in this movie <laughs> before <laughs> he aged out of the role. Yeah, like yeah, what yeah. half <laughs> the time that Alita was in development, yeah. Yeah. Kira has been yeah, in development. Like 10 years, with Leo, yeah, yeah the, this film, uh, 
and Leo is attached to Star, and then he has to be a producer because he can't be the, ca- the title character anymore. Remember after Get Out, uh, Jordan Peele? Yeah, His yeah, name yeah. was attached for a wee bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this film has been, has a, I think the, I think Akira was seen as a success enough to probably get the wheels turning on this one. Do you mean Alita? That's what I meant. Yeah. Yes. I think Alita. I think Alita, I agree with you. Alita yeah. was a big enough success that, that now this can move forward. Yeah, the, yeah. now they're kind of like, okay, there's a viable market for this. We'll see how this goes. If we do it right. And Akira is arguably, for like regular people, is a much bigger name. They oh, at least yeah. recognize the yeah. name Akira. Uh, but sure. a, a synopsis was was kind of leaked from the production from the production notes. Of Very this, different of this uh, of this film. Now things could change. This could be an yeah. old production note, so we don't we don't know. But this was this was released, so you know, take it with a grain of salt. Things could change within the production of this film. Um, when a young man's telekinesis is discovered by the military, he is taken in to be turned into a super weapon, and his brother, and his brother nuts. His brother's I nuts? Think, I, th- I saw that. I think there's a typo there. Because his name's supposed to be Kaneda and Tetsuo. Yeah. No, because like, it's like his nuts journey. His nuts race to save... His uh, it's a bad... They shouldn't use the word nuts. It's like his crazy race. Okay. Yeah. His brother's nuts race to... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. To save him before... <laughs> I didn't read this before. <laughs> 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 uh, Manhattan is destroyed by his powers. Uh, Kaneda is a bar owner in Neo-Manhattan who is stunned with his, brothers, with his brother Tetsuo is abducted is abducted by government agents led by the colonel desperate to get his brother back Kaneda agrees to join Kai Reed and her underground movement who are intent on revealing to the world that truly ha- what truly happened in, uh, to New York City 30 years ago when it was destroyed Kaneda believes the theories to be ludicrous but after facing his brother again is shocked when he displays telekinetic powers mm-hmm. Kai believes Tetsuyo is headed to release a young boy, Akira, who has taken control of Tetsuya's mind. Kaneda clashes with the colonel's troops on his way to stop K- Tetsuya from releasing Akira, but arrives too late. There's Akira telling the whole emerges, plot. Yeah. Emerges yeah, this is more than a synopsis. This is the plot of the movie. Uh, from his present courtesy of Tetsuya and Kaneda races. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, we were talking about this in the car. Uh, the fundamental cores of what the story is, it's in there, uh-huh. but a lot of the surrounding stuff is very different. Yeah. But again, it doesn't... And Taika's, Taika has said he wants to keep the fundamental core of the yeah. film. And uh, not only that, but he wants to... Um, uh, cast race appropriate. It makes sense. So yeah. this this is uh, w- we talked about it in the car today. Um, that I think when an anime is as high profile as Akira or Cowboy Bebop, for example, which we'll get to. Um, when when something's that high profile, uh, doing direct adaptation doesn't work. Yeah. As well, I think you have to kind of reinterpret it and do it your in a different way, um, because. Those those anime are kind of at high art level, yeah. and they're they're considered perfect as they are. They've lasted so long because they are considered top tier for what they are. Everybody who's vaguely aware of anime knows of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's better to do something a little different to take it and make it more your own take. As long as you're being true to the source material in spirit mm-hmm. and theme yeah. and character, but. Um, taking it in their own direction I don't necessarily have a problem with. I don't think a direct adaptation would be the way to go anymore. Yeah. That's what I've ta- that's what I've been um, talking about like with the Disney live action remakes like do something different with the material. Especially but I don't think I don't think just to counterpoint that real quick. I don't think for example if My Hero Academia, you know, becomes a live action movie or Naruto, that or is Dragon more Ball. something where sure that is something more where you should stay close to the source material in adaptation and more faithful because just in condensing all that story down to a live action film, you're already going to be 
altering it into its own take. But you got to get a lot of like what people love about that in there. Mm. Um, it's not quite on the same discrepancy level as something like Akira, Trigun, or Cowboy Bebop being adapted. Those Akira novels, those Akira graphic novels are huge. huge. It's, a, it's, a, it's a huge book, yeah. Um, there's multiple of them. I was surprised to see that uh, the film is so well received when the when the it's manga very is so large. It, it is it very. T- it takes just pieces out. Yeah, yeah, it is very. It is a very different uh, story than the book. And there's actually a lot of people who are like who are manga like, uh, like purists, purists, and don't like the anime. That's true. And I haven't read the manga, so I couldn't tell you. But like, I haven't seen the anime. I think the anime is brilliant. I really do. I Have think you read the manga? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you said it like you had. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, uh, so the thing that. The only thing that worries me, or just, it's a two front, uh, and of course he he could change. But Taika Waititi is generally a comedy director. Akira is not funny at all. No, it is not. Right. It is very serious. Yeah. And I I'm not worried that he won't he can't change his tone, but I'm worried he'll bring his tone. And like like with Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, but like Thor, I think you can get away with that. Well, I know, but he brought his tone to yeah, Thor yeah. Ragnarok, and idea, and probably with Time Band, it's the new Apple TV series. Yeah, um, he'll bring his tone there yeah. as well. Oh, man, I'm so excited about that. Yeah, see that Time Bandits warrants him being whimsical and funny, whereas Akira is like. So uh, the second thing is like it being in America. Excuse me, I got hair in my mouth. It's gross. Um, well, you do have a beard. I do have a beard. Fuck. Um, Akira is very much a a post World War II like Japan in the near future talking about what happened to them after the atomic bomb, and that story is very tied to nuclear war with what happened within World War II, and that's simply gone when you put it in America. It's that fundamental thing is gone, and a lot of the impact of the story and the past of that story is gone. So they're, they're going to have yeah, it's kind of the Godzilla thing. Like, I hundred percent. I, yeah. I agree with you that like that that a lot of that as a culture yeah. will be absent from the film, but it, as long as they if, if they do it right, they can still keep the characters as people came from yeah. that. That that can still be a part of the characters' history. Yeah. Um, that can still be part of their story because it wh- sounds like there. the yeah. n- like New York is going to get bombed or something sure. thirty years ago. Uh, sure, but as we know, if you've seen the manga, it's it's a telekinetic bomb. Well, uh, I read the, we saw the movie. Yes. I haven't read the manga, and one of the things I was actually wanted to point out because I haven't read the manga of Agira, but I do. But you guys see my bookshelf. I have a lot of manga up there. Yeah, and I every time I would watch an anime, I would try to watch the anime as I was reading the manga, and there are times where. Um, Anime, where the anime did stuff different from the manga that I liked, but there are also times where they did stuff from the manga that I didn't like. Yeah. So I could see why some hardcore manga purists would hate, would shit on Akira the anime because it takes so much stuff out. But at the same time, it's like, nah, it kind of condenses the story. So it's you don't have like this forty plus yeah, hour dude, that, long opus. That, Instead, you have a nice two hour movie that just like hits the main story beats that you need. There's like four or five omnibuses. Like that's a huge yeah. book. We and were selling them at the store. Yeah. And there's so much. There's so much in the manga that they can pull from that's never been done. Yeah. yeah. Um. That that I'm not. I, the, what you're saying about Watiti, like the the comedy thing, yeah, I hope that doesn't happen because it's not a funny piece. No, yeah. it's n- um, no. We were watching the, uh, uh, when Ryan, when you, Fanny, and I, we saw Akira together. I was depressed yeah. after that movie. Motorcycle de- gangs and, and like kidnap yeah. and torture and murder. That and is like, that's it's not funny. Tokyo <laughs> Ghost. No, I mean there are similarities. There are, are cyberpunk yeah. elements. Yeah, yeah. But um, that being said, I think that overall the idea is still. There's so much that they can pull from. There's so much that they can do to still honor it. There, yeah. I think even in uh, ev- I don't think this is something where, especially having someone like Takabatiti involved, yeah, he, whether or not he brings his tone or not, he's very aware of uh, reverence for material, yeah. and he's 
he's a conscious director. So I mean, I'm, just look at Jordan Peele; he can do it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm so hoping I'm, not, I'm, I'm hoping that the, this this can be like one of the best outcomes for for anime films going forward. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I'm just still like shocked that like, man, Akira's happening. It's about time. Yeah. It's about time. Well, speaking of anime, let's move on to the next anime thing. I structured those wrong. What an anime life. Uh, Cowboy Bebop's live action series has a cast. Space Jazz. Has a cast. John Cho, Mustafa Shakir, Danielle Panetta, and Alex Hassel have been cast. Hell in yeah. uh, in Cowboy Bebop, Netflix's Cowboy Bebop live action TV series. See you later, Space Cowboy. Yep. Uh, John Cho will play Spike, yep. the nice. main character of the Spike series. Spike Spiegel. Yep. Um, who is described as an impossibly cool cowboy, bounty hunter, with uh-huh. a deadly smile, a wry, wit, a wry wit, and style to spare. He travels the solar system with his ex-cop partner, Jet, pursuing the future's most dangerous bounties with a combination of charm, charisma, and deadly Jeet, Kune, Jeet Kundo. Sure. Also, he has a corgi. Yeah. Space corgi. Uh, Mustafa Shakir will play Jet Black. He's Bushmaster in Luke Cage Season 2. He's great. Uh Uh, One of the few honest cops in the solar system before an ultimate betrayal uh, robbed him of all that he loved, forcing him into a a vagabond life of hunting bounties to put food on the table. Jet is an inveterate jazz enthusiast and captain of the bebop. He loves jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Panetta will play Faye Valentine, who's just described here as an amnesiac thief and con artist. And Alex Hassel is seem uh, I don't have the name. Uh, I forgot to write it down or it's, they didn't give it. Uh, it says, is Spiegel's ex-partner who is now out to kill him. Okay. Which I don't think was in the series. Uh, it's been a while since I've it's been a watched it. I watched well. the first episode a couple months ago, but I didn't watch it anymore. I, actually, I did see the first episode because I've been wanting to get myself into Cowboy Bebop. Because it's only like, what, 50-some episodes? It's short. It's not very long. It's like It's like 23. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because it's because yeah. Hulu has the they put the episode kind of now, like dub and stuff. All this casting is great, but it's also who's the showrunner? Yeah, this all is right. the most important part for me. All right, so the series is headed up by Alex Garcia Lopez. He did Daredevil is, season three, the best thing. Who's on the oh. who's the director? He's not a writer. He's a director. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, he's the director of various Daredevil episodes. He's gonna be on The Witcher. He's uh, he's a he's a Netflix almost an exclusively Netflix director. He's a good Netflix guy. He directs a lot of the a lot of the Netflix shows. Hell yeah, dude. He did Ooh. like two episodes of Daredevil season three. Two, he's doing two episodes of Witcher. He's everywhere on Netflix. I'm loving it. Um, he's directing the pilot. Christopher Yost uh, is writing. Has written the pilot. Uh, he did all three Thor films. Comic um, writer. He did a couple of other things besides. I don't remember what they were at this point. Um, and then the and then uh, Shini, Shinichiro Watanabe is uh, who's the creator of the original series is serving as a consultant. So that's Yay. cool. Yeah, that's this is cool. all this is all incredible. All, all this is all great. good. Everything about this is like okay, I, I'm down. So have you seen the series, Ben? I've seen the first episode. It's def- it's one of those things that once we get closer to the Cowboy Bebop Netflix show, I'm gonna. Um, you got I'm, like at least a year and a half, probably. Yeah, I know, I know I got a year and a half, but it's definitely one of those shows that I'm going to make sure I'm all caught up on. So I was like, all right, cool. I've seen all of Cowboy Bebop. I know what I'm going to get myself into. I've seen snippets, and I actually, I did see the movie. Um, Interesting, yeah. Yeah. I haven't even seen the movie. Girlfriend I was dating at the time, she took me to see the movie. That and the anime Metropolis. It was a double feature of the Egyptian. Mm. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. John, John Cho's going to be Spike. I'm I, just really glad they didn't pick a white dude. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just really get glad. I'm I mean, so don't get glad. me wrong. When Benedict Cumberbatch cosplayed as Spike, he was like, he looks good. No, honestly, the I don't real want, the, I don't the want to be Spike for like ten years was Keanu Reeves. Isn't Keanu Steve Reeves? Bloom uh, the voice of Spike? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He does a great voice. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Um, Keanu, like fifteen years ago, would have been perfect uh-huh. if we were doing white peoples. Yeah, sure. um, but I'm glad it's John Cho. Yeah. yeah, the um, 
the series also released a synopsis. Netflix also released a synopsis based on the worldwide phenomenon from Sunrise Inc. Cowboy Bebop is the jazz-inspired genre-bending story of Spike Spiegel, Jet Black, Faye Valentine, and Radical Ed, a ragtag crew of bounty hunters on the run from their past as they hunt down the solar system's most dangerous criminals. They'll even save the world for the right price. Think of like a like a more anime Serenity, a yeah, Firefly. We don't uh-huh. have a we don't have a casting for Ed yet. No. Um, um, so, but if there's no Corgi, I'm going to write. Oh, no. Of course gonna there's going to be a Corgi. Uh, so Ed is an interesting character, and a lot of people are wanting them to pick a like a fluid trans actor. I can see that. Um, so yeah. I think that's why they, at least people are speculating they haven't decided that role yet because it's a much more like Yeah, it's, it's unclear if the character is, is male or female in the yes. series. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so uh, they've done the right thing so far. So let's yeah. hope that the they do something cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. very excited for this. I'm super jazzed. You know what? I can't wait to. You know what? I'm so excited for this. You might watch it? No. Oh. Well, me, I'm going to watch <laughs> it. Uh, I'm so excited for this. I can't wait for the Outlaw Star live action series. <sighs> that might take a lot much longer. I know. <laughs> Buddy, Star Trek's on CBS all Shut action. up. <laughs> Shut up. It's um, true. All of it. Uh, Outlaw Star was the series that I... They were going up concurrently in America, and I, I was watching Outlaw Star instead of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. You chose uh, Pokemon. We chose Digimon. I get it. I chose Digimon. No, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying that's, you had one. And Outlaw Star is really rad. I yeah. like that show a lot. Yeah. I still have that on DVD. I don't mm. have a Cowboy Bebop. I should get that. You should. Um, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, I'm really excited for this. I'm this should be cool. Really cool. Thank you, cool. Netflix. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we move on? About Cowboy uh, Bebop? About Cowboy Bebop, uh, specifically. No. no, man. Corgis are cool. Yeah. Cool. All right, so we got some we got some news about uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, casting we're hearing. Yes! Um, so interesting I love stuff. that we're talking about this. Um, uh, I just want to say, you know, it's, 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 it is interesting that uh, a lot of this is coming out now, mostly because probably all three of these films are, are due to f- start shooting soon. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's, if, it's really exciting. And we've heard, we've heard that, uh, Black Widow and Eternals and the, uh, what was the other one? Um, that was also shooting for a 2020 release Doctor date. Doctor Strange right 2. I think Doctor Strange 2 was the yeah. other yeah. one we're hearing Doctor for a 2020 two. release date. Uh, which means that they all have to start filming very Do you, soon. I know we're talking about one of the, are we talking about Black Widow at all? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes, yes. Um, so I, I do want to, I, I just want to say, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, uh, that a lot of this is coming out, but you know, lots can change. You know, it, it's, you know, I always say take this with a grain of salt. Um, because there's there's a lot of secrecy with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They keep it a lot close to the chest, for sure. But that being said, we are real close to needing movies to, need to, to be to made. Needing to hear what's going on because yes. there are movies that have to come out next year. I don't think we're coincidentally talking I, about the same movies every couple of weeks or no, months. No, I, I agree. Uh, but I, I also I also think it's it's always interesting. You know, I just want to say to the audience, you know, you know, always question things because you know a lot of these sources they'll they'll say sources are saying. Now we'll get this mostly for what we're hearing with Suicide Squad. I'm sure. here. I'm seeing a lot of a lot of sources say this. Like, what what are the sources? Where are the and sources? You click the source, uh, and it's not a source. Yeah, you got uh, You got to. Qu- I just say question everything because unless it comes from sure, sure. the people, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Official. I think. I think just me. This isn't an official thing. I think it's pretty safe to say that one of the Marvel films next year is going to be Black Widow. Oh, I that's think been so on the dockets for so long. I, everybody's been pulling for that. I think that that's almost a guarantee yeah. at this point. Even yeah. though that's not official, um, I'd be willing to bet real good money that Black Widow is next year. Good segue, because uh, what we're hearing is that uh, both Rachel Weisz and David Harbour are in talks to star in Black Widow opposite of Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Sweet. 
So uh, I, forget, I forget the name of the team, but there is a Russian team of Avengers called like the Super Legion or something. Uh, is it the, so oh, the Soviet Secret Service? They're in Ar yeah. they're in a Aaron's um, agent, uh, Avengers run. I the Crimson Crimson Dawn or something like that. Something like that. But they have a they have a character called Ursa Major who is yeah. a man who turns into a bear. Yeah. yeah. And if that's not David Harbour's character, what are you even doing with <laughs> your life? I don't, I don't are know. Are you kidding me? I want that. Uh, um, you know, the, it's, cool. it's cool. You know, David Harbour star is clearly on the rise with the help with Hellboy coming out. They're here. They're he probably hearing some good buzz with him. And well, he's he's still in season three of Stranger Things. No, but I, I don't. I don't think that would have. I think the fact that probably they're hearing some good things oh, yeah. about Hellboy that's really getting them. Like, let's get him in a movie. Let's yeah. Star power is what they want. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rachel Weisz coming off of her Oscar Oscar nomination of the favorite. Yeah. She's also you know, just like sense. she's awesome in everything. She's great. Yeah. yeah. And this, uh, you know, we we're also hearing that you know. We heard a couple months ago, uh, Emma Watson was in stars, yeah. was in talks also. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't follow up on that, but I think uh, now, now I think I'm that that same role. I'm hearing that the, or at least I was reading that I think they're favoring um, the girl from, the Rocks movie that just happened. The Rocks movie? Yeah, the fighting with my family. Oh, oh yeah, I did hear. I that. I think they're yeah, favoring yeah. her over Emma Watson yeah. for the role. Okay, that'd yeah, be that's that's that. Uh, there was more buzz like after the initial Emma Watson headline drop. There was more buzz that it's probably her yeah. from fighting with my family. She's going to take that role. Uh, um, so um, who knows? Everything is always rumors. Who knows what the story is about? But mm -hmm. uh, Mark Wade actually did a really recent series that introduced some, the the Black Room, which is like the Red Room is where she's from. Where uh -huh. there's an even worse one called the Black Room, where they just rage like child like. E the worst of the worst, like Winter Soldier type characters, mm -hmm. uh, and there's like an evil Black Widow main villain. So people are thinking she's going to be like whoever, not the actress, but like the the character in the movie is going to be this yeah. character. Okay, and like it deal with the Black Room, and I'm like that could be cool. Do we think this is a post or pre Avengers Endgame? Post. Pre. Pre. You think pre? Pre. Interesting. I think post. I'm I'm almost certain this is a pre like a not just Endgame but pre Avengers. Yeah. Black Widow film. I'm my mind almost tells certain me, of it. My mind tells me they should go younger. They, they should go in the past instead of going in the future. That's what they Well, they me. could do both. Have yeah. a dual narrative. They that, could the the yeah. that could be too. That could be too. I want them to do that with Captain Marvel. Um, I think, <laughs> exactly. I think that'd be... I think that's... I'm saying post... Only because I, I I truly think that after Avengers Endgame they're gonna they wanna to they're gonna wanna cap off the Infinity Saga and just have I it also agree with as that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Have that exist and not set any films within. I think I think so too. However, I think Black Widow is the exception to that rule. Yeah. I think Black Widow is the one film she where is, they've been where they. Yeah. I think that they wanted to tell a Black Widow story that took place before Avengers, mm -hmm. um, but there just wasn't any room to do it before Infinity and War and Endgame Mother happened. Was an asshole. Yeah. And so now, now they have the time. I think that it is possible that they might do that dual narrative thing. Mm -hmm. Kind of hope not, because then I feel like it'll feel gimmicky if they do it for Captain Marvel two, which is where I really want to see that. Right. Yeah. Um, so I I am disposed to lean towards uh, that it's pre. Yeah, interesting. Well, either way, I'm I'm hey, I'm either happy way, it's happening. I'm happy. Yeah. But Black Widow's needed a, a solo film for a long I'm, time. I'm yeah. really glad. I really I'll wanted it, a miniseries. Actually. I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. I'll take I I continue to ever since they announced the Black Widow film. The reason why I want that is because I continue to feel that both her and Hawkeye, but at least her, have needed fleshing out. In that time She's period, definitely the most mysterious Iron Man of all those characters. And Hawkeye yeah. is supposedly getting a Disney Plus series, which yeah. would be cool. So yeah, um, yeah, I I really wanted a a mini series, much in the same way as Agent Carter mm -hmm. uh, for Black yeah. Widow for a long time. But I'm happy with this. I'm happy with this, and especially if this is true, this would be a great cast. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, The Eternals. Uh, last week we talked a bit about Angelina Jolie's uh, supposed casting, but we, now we have another one uh, that actually 
surprises me more than anything else. This is super cool if it's true. Come. Kumail Nanjiani. Thank you. Uh, who um, did the movie? What was oh, that movie? He did the movie. The Big Sick. Yes. The He's big also sick. in Silicon Valley. He's a stand-up oh, comedian for a decade. Oh, he was in the Twilight Zone. He was in the Twilight Zone episode. The pilot of the Twilight Zone. Which did you guys? You guys saw that yes. one? Yeah, I saw it. Which is the voice of Prismo on Adventure Time? Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked. I liked the Twilight Zone. Oh, I like the Twilight, Twilight Zone episode. I, yeah. I enjoyed the Twilight yeah. Zone. I like. Can't wait to buy it on Blu-ray. I thought that was really good. I I almost subscribed to CBS All Access to watch the next episode. I thought I thought that had a lot of the spirit of the show Same. done mm-hmm. right. Same. So. I'm I really liked it. Um, yeah. So he, if you guys haven't seen it, it's all on Hulu, it's on Hulu, YouTube free. Yeah, the, <laughs> the first, first episode. episode's on YouTube for now, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is this be really cool. Who would he be though? So I was looking it up, and like, unless. Uh, uh, he's Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, one, he's got to get real buff. He's Star uh, Fox. Yes. Do a barrel roll. No, not that Star oh, Fox. Dude, honestly, I didn't consider it, but like, that's like generations down the line. But he could definitely play a good Star Fox. Do you think that's he could be Thanos's brother? Eros. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Star Fox. Yeah, it's Star um, Fox. Yeah, it. I I feel like they're going first generation like uh, Eternal stuff with like Icarus and Cersei, like all mm-hmm. these much older characters. But like, it, it ties into Thanos directly. So I, Thanos is an Eternal. Yeah. Like honestly, like he, I don't see him playing Icarus because like Icarus is, is a white dude. But again, it doesn't really matter. Now I wonder. Now I wonder. Actually, this is a good place to bring this up. I've been wanting to talk to you about this. I wonder if uh, they will take away the idea that Thanos is an Eternal for the films. Yeah, because it's not necessary for how we see it. Titan. Well, the thing you know, Titan's that's, gone. That's the thing because him being on Titan and it just being a regular world really muddles up the the eternal deviant story yeah. because the Eternals are like the pretty versions and the deviants are the ugly versions of yeah. the same race. The scrolls are deviants like, are deviants themselves. Yes, that's why it's they have like the same Dark Elves Light. I was like, they're the same race, just they look very different. Um, that's why the, that's why both the scrolls and Thanos have the butt chin. Is yeah, because they're both, they're both deviants. And again, the movies don't do any of that stuff. Yeah. So it's. Again, just like the scrolls with Captain Marvel, they can do a complete shift on what those characters are from the comics. Um, as long as they're ancient beings who are created by the Celestials, that's all you need. Hey, you know what they should do? They should put it on the moon, uh, make an IMAX movie about them. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I haven't thought about Inhumans for months. <laughs> I had to be. Th- sure. I, I was reminded of that. Ryan recently. almost started crying. <laughs> <laughs> so no. I was reminded of Inhumans <laughs> and that's recently. I just yeah. want to remind you, that's not true. You did think about Inhumans recently. When? Wow, you really are almost crying. Uh, um, I was doing it for, for the. We joke. were watching oh, yeah. Game of Thrones, and it was an episode with Ramsay in it. Oh, and we he talked is good. about Inhumans because yeah. of him. So. Yeah. You know, um, I completely forgot Inhumans existed. Everyone Me did. too. Isn't it? Isn't it a better life when you do? It's yeah, still, it uh, is. It is still on Hulu. I'm. <laughs> why? I'll, I'm sure I'll have different opinions about this after Endgame. Yeah. But for now, I'd prefer that they are going to have Thanos be part of this. That they are going to have Thanos' brother because I'd also prefer that Thanos kind of actually sticks around sure. as a yeah. presence post Endgame. Yeah. So I and I think if they're they are disconnecting, then they're not going to do it. But if they are connecting, then then that'll exist. And yeah. and like it's I'm still kind of thinking maybe Thanos dies at the end of this film, but then <sighs> that's where know. and that's where he see he he we finally meet death. Yeah, man. And like maybe that that springboards into something else. I just. Like the, a part of me still wants them to if do the real Thanos story from the comics, but like same. we're so we're so far from it. If that's if that's the way it goes, as long as Thanos is still a presence that exists yeah. going yeah. forward, that's all I really care about. Yeah, we get um, the Dragon Balls. But, I think, but I think keeping, <laughs> I think keeping that the 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 family ties and everything is is a more interesting immediate in, mm-hmm. even for Casey Casuals. Yeah, uh-huh. for Eternals. So I'd prefer that that stays, but. 
Honestly, and it has to wait till Endgame comes out to decide. There, there are a ton of Eternals, and like, and like you know, I'm a Marvel guy, but I don't know much about the Eternals. That's some real deep cut Jack yeah. Kirby shit. Yes. They don't use them very often. Um, which is they're gonna start bringing them back. When, I'll tell when, you that. when they do use him, we use them. They only use Star Fox in relation yeah. to Thanos. And like the last Eternal series was like a while ago. And I know like Neil Gaiman did some stuff with them in the 2000s. Neil Gaiman and John Romita Jr. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've looked at that book a lot. Kumail Nanjiani could be just a random character, but like uh, what he does well is like being like a charismatic, like funny guy. And I think that would work really well with Star Fox. Yeah, that would I could totally see him playing off of Thanos, and that'd be real funny. Uh, I, I don't see it, but like that'd be dope, man. Yeah. Star Fox on the screen—that'd be even almost even crazier than Thanos. Because like, who the f- who the hell is Star Fox? This honestly, truthfully, we're we're speculating all this. Yeah. But this this could be just a case of, hey, he was good on on Twilight Zone. Let's get him in for a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Like that could just all be all be what this whole yeah. is. I mean, like like John Mulaney, but, he, but in, in a Spider-Man movie, still just the question of yeah. is Star Fox in this movie? Yeah. yeah. What's the relationship? It, it, there's a lot to think about. I think we'll have more evolved thoughts on it. After Further Endgame. On. Yeah. And yeah. we'll probably do a discussion. The last thing on the Eternals thing, like, they are very heavily involved in Greek mythology. So I'm, and especially with this Hercules stuff, I wonder if, like, we had our 10 years of Thor stuff. I wonder if we're going to do a transition to include a lot of Greek stuff. Because they're very prevalent in the comics. Not so much, like, the main stuff, but, like, uh, the the Avengers uh, No Home or whatever the new series out that's right, right now. The, no the, Road Home? No, no Road, Road home. home. That's about a Greek goddess killing all the gods of Olympus. That's what the story's about. That's some God War shit. It is, 100%. Uh, and it's about Hercules having a fighter. Uh, so I really hope they go in that direction. Yeah. You know, but this whole, this is just, I'm really excited for when they announce Phase 4 and we get to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really stoked for that. I'm sure, man, I'm sure everyone at Marvel is like, I wish we could talk about it too, you guys, yeah. but we got an endgame. <laughs> uh, all right. So the Suicide Squad has some has some interesting things going on with it. Um, Boy. And again, Hey man, take this for granted. Take this how you will. Yeah. Um, Idris Elba is supposedly no longer playing Deadshot. I actually never think he really he was. Same. Um, uh, but Idris Elba it was ta- it was talked about that he would be recast. He would be the recast role of Deadshot because they couldn't get Will Smith back. But now it looks like here they are going a different route, saying that they don't want to disrespect Will Smith's character, so they're going to make him a different character. I think that's the right way to go. That's if fine. you have this character in this movie, if you have that actor in, the, in this movie, Will Smith was not the problem with Suicide. No, no he was not. No. Well, do you remember how they're talking about this being a reboot? Yeah. Well, returning cast <laughs> members include Jai Courtney, Margot Robbie, Amanda Waller, uh, Viola da- Davis, and uh, Joel Kinnaman. Yep. So, okay. So, here's the thing. So <laughs> I have no problem with that except for the Jai Courtney so part. So, yeah, I was going to say, like, I know Joel Kinnaman could be a good actor in things. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't say the same thing about Jai Courtney. <laughs> Jai Courtney. Now, what's interesting is Jai Courtney is the only one who has said he's in this movie. Yeah. I just watched an interview. Um, he was on Collider or something, yeah. and he was like straight up just talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Viola Davis, the the is being reported on. I I liked her as Amanda Waller, so that's the, fine. Yeah. the rap is saying that she's coming back. Uh, Variety reports that Margot Robbie is coming back and discussing films. Says that Rick Flag, uh, Joel Kinnaman are coming back. So interesting. Yeah, I have no problem with Joel Kinnaman staying around because if you're keeping Rick Flag as a character, you might as well keep that actor because he didn't do it any disservice, yeah. and there there's only more room rather than trying to like get the audience re-familiar with a whole new dude. And he's kind of like like the straight man, so like I can imagine James Gunn using him for like good comedy completely yeah i could too yeah. yeah um yeah jack courtney's really the only person who i'm like i really oh didn't care for his boomerang and i'd really prefer that he wasn't in this movie or any movies watch james gunn turn his performance into like the like the like the drax the of cornerstone the- yeah watch it be like really good oh boy um, shall we move on to the only but, but we have, Ben loves Jai Courtney. I didn't hear uh, what he has to think about isn't Jai there, Courtney. Isn't there, I sorry, just because we're discussing like what could be with the Suicide Squad film, isn't it um, being rumored that Idris Elba might be King Shark? 
Oh, I didn't hear who we might be playing. I just heard of someone else. Okay. I was joking, thinking like, who the hell could he be? Like, he could be a big badass guy like King Shark. And then you said it. And I'm like, oh my God, what if he's just going to play Didn't King Shark? you bring that to the table today? Did you no, take that I, I think when Megan, you brought that up with I me? I think Megan did. Oh, Megan did. Megan right. said the words Megan, King Shark? Yeah, Megan, she did. Megan said that I she'd heard it. that Idris Elba might be playing King Shark. That's, that's um, awesome. So, Which I'm okay so with. A rumor, but like I pictured it and I'm Idris Elba's voice coming out King Shark and I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I see it. That's cool. Imagine <laughs> a King Shark Croc rivalry because Croc feels like uh-huh. like super emasculated, like this big shark man. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 pretty cool, you guys. Yeah. Or they give. A, I, uh, man, don't make. Let King Idris Elba spin off into Street Sharks. Oh boy. Oh. That's completely separate. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only trailer that dropped actually came from CinemaCon. You know. Yeah. Uh, Joker. We finally got our first look at Joker by Todd Phillips. And uh, what do we think about this? I don't hate it. Ryan is Ryan is smiling. He really likes it. I'm assuming. Oh. I love this trailer. Yeah. If this if this were not if this were you know what this reminded me of falling down Michael Michael Douglas is falling down oh sure yeah a, a dude just has a series of, ba- of bad events happen to him and he goes mm-hmm. nuts if uh-huh. this weren't a DC movie this trailer would still be a great trailer the fact that it is a Joker movie like that's it's 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 its own little thing but see that I love it making it a Joker film I don't I hope they don't make him relatable i don't want he's i don't want a joker film where i where i relate to his yes. and I i've seen i've seen a lot of complaints saying like oh i don't want my joker to be a good guy i think the trailer is lying to you i think he is purposefully he's going to be an asshole the entire time thinking he's a good person there's a shot of him pouring water over his mother's head like it's a sweet bathing scene i think he's gonna we're gonna see a reverse shot where he's dumping the water and he's being a huge jerk mm-hmm. i think he's always gonna be a bad person who turns into the joker and it's just like the different perspective yeah what are you saying sparks um i think I think that the this is being its own Elseworlds film mm-hmm. essentially. I put Elseworlds in quotation. Yeah. Um, I think that does free it up to. This is this is kind of similar to like what we were talking about with the anime thing earlier, where I don't feel like this needs to be one for one. I don't need to see the Joker that I expect in the comics because I'm not expecting that. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting something different. So that makes me a little more open to to the possibilities, and I think that it does look like it has its own voice and its own yeah. take and and that alone excites me because uh this this isn't um something where i feel like it needs to be in line with anything in particular yeah. and that that actually makes me happy in regards to a joker film um i i don't know if that makes me happy with in regards to everything that dc might do in that kind of vein going forward but it does make me happy with this one because i think joker is such a high pedestal character for people to see in film mm-hmm. and um you know, obviously, like as far as visual per- film performances, Heath Ledger sits really high up on the heap for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and Jared Leto sits really low. And uh, I think that it's there's so much uh, open potential yeah, for this. I I mean, we get clip, we get uh, glimpses of Thomas and Bruce Wayne in the trailer. Yep. Um, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't crazy about this. I felt this to be pretty mediocre, honestly. I was kind of nothing about it says joker nothing about it says todd phillips is making a good movie finally nothing about this really it's it's kind of i'm interested i'm intrigued because i want to know because i want to know what this kind of movie is going to be so i'm not writing it off um and especially with you know aquaman shazam one woman 84 and joker um these films feel like they are the director's voices they are the directors are making the movies that they want to make and i'm, and I'm appreciative of that and i'm looking forward to seeing seeing that approach to with all these films but for this one i was just kind of like yeah okay uh i think I, I think i need to reserve judgment to, to the to the film 
Sure. Um, I'm not. I wasn't too crazy about this one. I'll say. I'll say this. I'll say that. Um, I. I am looking forward to it. I'm interested, and I'm. I'm curious. But uh, I think half the trailer worked for me, and half of it didn't. Yeah. I'll put it that way. I liked Walking Phoenix. And it's not a line. It's not like the first half worked, but the second half yeah. didn't. It's like half of the elements in this trailer worked for me, and half of them I was like, I don't know. I'm not even against them being in the movie. I'm just. I don't think they worked for getting me interested. Yeah. No. I. I I'm. Kind of, I think I might be with you on that one. Yeah, what were you saying, Ben? No, this movie, it has me intrigued because when we first heard that they were making a Joker movie that was going to be outside of the current DCU, I was like, then why? We don't need it. After seeing it, I'm intrigued. I want to see it, and I actually I'm kind of glad that it's outside of the DC universe that we know it. And also it kind of sets the thing as like there is still no true origin for the Joker movie. As long as this, or as long as this movie straight up is, says like, hey, this is still not the quote-unquote true origin of the Joker from the comics. This is just a origin of the Joker. What do you mean? It's Jared Leto. No. Jared Leto is the true origin of the Joker in the DC films. I mean, we've we've seen origins for the Joker. Yeah, cl- Jack Napier. Uh, honka and, Honka. And Batman. And even, kill, and even Killing Joke. That's still not the quote-unquote true origin of the Joker. It's just something that Al, Al Morris said is like, yeah, it's a origin. It's probably not the true origin. But I'm still, I'm still, because what I saw and from again, what again, the film, the film is, the film to me, no matter what, is intriguing. But nothing yeah. in this, nothing in this trailer has sold me on it. But I'm still mm-hmm. intrigued by it. I yeah, want to know sure. what it is. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. And also, when I saw Walking Phoenix, I was like, no, he actually is pretty good. He's, he I looks just, real good in this. I'll say that. I, I really, really wish that he was Jared Leto and not Jared Leto. Oh um. I wish Walking Phoenix was also Jared Leto. I wish they would just switch yeah. bodies. <laughs> I don't I don't wish that. You know? I don't think Joaquin Phoenix would stick around to make more than like do multi franchise. He he even, films sa- as he even the said that's why he didn't do Doctor Strange. He even okay. said he's like I, I did this because they said one and done. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't okay. I wouldn't really want to see that. I could respect that. Uh shall we get into our main topic? Well, I got one. Got, got one? We got one what? I got a new story. Okay, bring it up. Yeah. Hold up. He lost it. It's gone nope. forever. No, I didn't. Okay, so review. Shazam. Is oh, is this a go ahead? Yeah. So you guys remember the um, Nintendo uh, NES and Super Nintendo minis that sure came do. out a while ago? Okay. Those were great. Yeah. Do you remember the PlayStation one? Yeah, not so great. Yep. <laughs> but uh, Sega, because after when the NES and Super, especially the Super Nintendo, when those came out, every all eyes turned to Sega, and they're like, "Hey, you gotta all do it." And Sega's and Sega's been quiet. Well, this week Sega broke their silence, and they are officially announcing the Sega Genesis Mini that's mm-hmm. coming out on September nineteenth of this year. Mm-hmm. Now what's gonna have? It's a miniature Sega Genesis replica, replica plug and play, no um, little uh, power cord thing that Sony has. But here's the kicker: forty games are gonna be in it. Do we know what they are? Uh, there are n- we know some <laughs> games now. They're gonna release the whole the whole list. Uh, so we down don't the line. know. So we don't know the games. Well, we know some of the games. Here's the pr- here's the problem I have here, Ben. What's up? The Nintendo consoles. Uh-huh. They told us all the games that were coming in it. Yeah. The PlayStation One said, Total. "Oh, here's some of the games, and it's coming out very soon." Mm-hmm. This is doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Why not just give us all the? But games? But here's the thing: they're putting out 40 games. Yeah. And not, instead, instead of 20 or 21. No. Yeah. M- more does not mean better if the games are bad. De- depends on the game. I mean, right no, now, Ben, if there are 30 bad games and 10 of them are good, well, right now all the deal. games they announce are pretty good games. They're all, they're pretty good. Like we got Castlevania, Echo the Dolphin, mm-hmm. Shining Force, the original Sonic the Hedgehog, Comic Zone, Gunstar, Alter Beast. Yeah. So, so far, it's looking good, but what, the reason why I think the Sega decided to hold off on this until now to release it is because the original Genesis came out in 1989, mm-hmm. the 30th anniversary. So, this is kind of like a 30th uh, celebration of the Sega Genesis. I mean, I'm still not 100% sold on this. I mean, I, when I first saw it, I was like, heck yeah, I want it, but w- with uh, that 
little release 20. of games list. I'm going to wait until it all comes out, and then I'll be like, okay, should I get it or should I not? Mm-hmm. But it's going to be the exact same price as the Super Nintendo, which is 80 bucks. What were you going to say, Sparks? I just, none of these none of these old ports of the consoles always work for me because mm-hmm. we're, we've reached a point where it's like, hey, get your Nintendo Switch shop and digital stream any of these that you, like, g- grab the original Sonic. I think I have the original Sonic, like, three times yeah. across yeah. different consoles. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like I, whatever. Why do I need a Sega Genesis Mini at this point? Um, you know, occasionally it'll be like, there's this one game that's not popular enough, but just was popular, and, and it ben, was good, and you got to get it right 100% here. 100% honest here, can you mm-hmm. name me more than those 10 good Sega Genesis games? Michael Jackson, Moonwalker, The Shining. That's uh, not a good game. <laughs> Moonwalker is not a good game, my man. I played it. I like it. Okay. Okay. The Fantasy Star you games. You have that right. Fan- okay. Fantasy Star 1, 2, 3, and 4. Okay. Uh, also got Kid Chameleon. Okay. You've never played Kid Chameleon? It's been 15 years. Vector Man? Vector Man's all right. 1 and 2. Okay. You did good. I'm all proud right. of you. The second thing that bothers me about this thing is uh, in Japan, it's mm-hmm. getting the original six-button controller. And we're getting like the shitty three button controller. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. What's up with that? Why can't we just get the controller? That doesn't make any sense to me. Sega's pissing me off. Sorry. <laughs> I'm excited because Comic Zone's a great game, and uh-huh. I can't get that anywhere unless I download it illegally. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to spend eighty bucks on that. All right. Right. <laughs> Anything else you guys want? Joker or, or any other news news you want to bring up before we get into our review? No. No. All right. Let's move on. All right, then time now for our review of Shazam. Shazam! Shazam! Now, if you guys haven't seen Whoa, this film... Zachary Levi, what are you doing here? Now, if oh, you guys haven't know. seen this film, uh, don't listen any further. We will be spoiling everything. So, spoiler alert, starting now. Uh, let's get into let's get into it. Uh, ben, what did you think about this film? I really had a good time. Yeah? I had a great time. Uh, initial thoughts, Sparks. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it pretty good. Yeah? Ryan? Good time at the movies. All right, so uh, I don't like dealing in hyperbole a lot but i think when people talk about the top 10 greatest superhero films of all time oh my god are you really going there? i'm what? really going here oh, wow. you're talking about your dark knights your avengers you're into oh. the spider verses i think shazam needs to be this on that gonna list. be a very interesting conversation oh, <laughs> i absolutely feel like shazam is an incredible incredible experience and film oh wow and zachary levi is to shazam what robert Downey jr is to iron man what christopher reeve is to superman what uh, Ryan Reynolds is to Deadpool. Going into hyperbole now. <laughs> I'm, I've been. I've had two weeks to think about this. I've had uh, two I weeks to sit it. on this. I've seen it twice this weekend. I love this film. A I'm lot. glad you love it. I'm very glad. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, it has a lot of problems I don't like. And now, now, no, and it's, I don't feel. I don't feel like that's hyperbolic because I truly feel that way. Yeah, yeah. I'm not over exaggerating my feelings. These are my feelings. Okay. Uh, Sparks, you were the one super excited about this one uh, yeah. from the get-go. Uh, You're the Shazam uh, let's man. start with you. What, what, uh, what do you got? I really like Zachary Levi as Shazam. I, I agree with you about his performance. Mm-hmm. I agree with you completely. I think Zachary Levi is pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. So there's that. We wait, you guys are dancing around stuff. Let's go. Let's discuss. I, I like I, no everything saying, involving I, Shazam and the characters are great. I think the villain is kind of lame and the sins are terrible. I don't think the sins are terrible. I don't like the designs. I would I would prefer I would prefer better designs that's, for them. That's why they're terrible. Um, because they don't have much else yeah. than their designs. And their designs are and I, I'll even like jump on a defense here because like I know Ryan hates the sins. We've talked about this. Um I like their basic design that it's kind of claymation old claymation yeah, monster like look. That. I like that a lot too. And that's all I like about it. Yeah. Um they all are the same color. 
they all are bland colors. Mm-hmm. They're boring, and uh, there was more that could have been done. It's with, shocking with, with a character that's so bright. You don't utilize villains better. A film that is very colorful. Yes, mm-hmm. especially uh, like if you're going not. if you're going off the original design of the sins, they're just like boring things. That's fine. But we have an updated design uh, with Jeff Johns and Gary Frank that turned those sins into super cool, personable. Every one of them is unique, mm-hmm. and why? And we're stuck with a, another, not as bad third act fight. It's not as bad as Wonder Woman, not nearly as bad. But again, another problem I have is turning the, all the family into the Shazam family in your first movie, because then the stakes are kind of gone for everything else. No, I don't think so. Especially with this film. This film, uh, you know, if you think think about what David F. Sandberg is probably doing, is the same thing that. James James Wan was doing his Aquaman. Hey, we're only getting one movie. Let's do it all. Let's do all we can. No, that, that's no, that's fair. But I don't think I personally don't. I don't think it worked. That's all. Uh, I I I feel like I feel like it absolutely worked because if you, especially if you read that first the the what this book is based what this movie is based off of which is the Jeff Johns Gary Frank uh, Shazam run the uh, is collected in a in a in a single which, a single trade. At the end of that book is the Marvel family showing up. Which I'll put I'll put right up front. That is not my favorite Shazam book. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, not going for my favorite stuff of Shazam. Um I don't I don't love that take. Yeah. In, I mean I I, I agree. I don't I don't love that take, but I think that this film was able to bring in a lot more heart than that comic did. Oh it did. I think yes, that, I, agree. I think that this this film fixed the problem that was in that comic, which is the characterization of Shazam. The characterization of Shazam is much better in this film than it is in that comic. Yes. But if, but the the bare bones is that comic book, and so at the end of that comic, hey, the Shazam family shows up. They he Jeff Johns redesigned the entire Shazam family to be Freddy's adoptive fa- adoptive family. Yeah. Um. So I I I saw it, I saw it coming. I was uh, every single time I saw that in the movie. Cheers. Every single time, cheers and, and claps and whoops. Like, it's a cool moment. It, it was. A, yeah. I'm not. I'm not knocking the moment. The crowd pleaser. I think. Not knocking the moment at all. Um, and I think it absolutely does work because it, it's you know it's you're you're telling a movie about Billy, you know, cu- opening his heart to his family, mm-hmm. and he's opened his heart to his family and let them in, and that's and that's how they get their powers. Yeah, is how is how uh, Shazam gave gave Billy his. By the way, I really like that moment between Jimon Hansu and and Billy. Yeah, yeah, I like it too. I think I like I, that desperate moment. I'm not. I'm not him. as anti the Marvel family as as Ryan is. I do think that the the use of them is short sighted. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with that. And I lo- um, I like all of them as actors and, and their performances. I just I, the plot device of turning them into the family at the end. That's what I don't like. Well, you I love all of them. You didn't like that you felt it took away from the story being about Billy. Well, yeah, and yeah. I know it's it's here. So yeah, so we the focus is supposed to be on Billy and then all these other family members, right? When you give every single person superpowers in the end. When it's supposed to be, it's about the family, but this is Shazam's movie. It takes away the entire buildup of Shazam getting his powers and learning how to use his powers when just everyone else gets them too. That's my. That's just how I feel. Right. But then that makes the argument like our sidekicks even worth it in superheroes in general. Uh, that's s- not at all. What, but that's not. I'm talking about this specific movie, like Batman and Robin. Like I'm not talking about sidekicks. Like she's like she's. I feel like this. The end of this movie should have been like a second movie thing when you give everyone f- superpowers because the next movie everyone has superpowers, so it's just going to be a giant family of superpowered people. Where's your threat? They're but all superpowered. But if you don't get that second movie. No, I. I know. You know, then what, then yeah. you know, if you want, if you want, this is where the story <coughs> is going, and I do feel like the story uh, naturally goes there. That's that's apples and oranges. Yeah. Um, uh, I my counterpoint to what Ryan was saying was that um, I I'd, I'd argue that Billy's lesson isn't about for the film isn't about learning his powers or learning how to be a hero. It's about learning 
to, to be, open up to open up and be yes. selfless yes and um the reason like something that ryan brought up that that normally would bother me in a movie it doesn't bother me in this movie but it normally would is that they get their powers and, and none of them have to like earn anything the way that we watch billy earn things yeah uh through having them they just have them and they just can use them and it's all fine. Yeah. Um, and the only reason why that doesn't bother me is because the point is supposed to be that they are a foster family and they've already been opening themselves up. They already know how to be helpful and good people. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't, they didn't need to learn the same lesson Billy did. Yeah. Uh, that, that part is fine with me. There's this isn't lo- me. This isn't me arguing against you. There's Brandon. actually a lot. There's actually a lot in that sequence that works for me that wouldn't normally in other films, like the Hadouken line. Normally, sure. I would hate that. Yeah, that's because a pa- that's a Pac-Man moment. For because you. The, yeah. the 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 character the the but the character is a huge video gamer. Yeah, right. So it makes sense. You got those powers, you'd do it. Like I get it. Like yeah. I, that moment works for me in this that movie. Was one of my favorite moments. Yeah. I figured it would be. <laughs> um, I have no problem with 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 like them like doing character stuff like that. Like I found that scene charming. I just yeah. I. I just wanted it to be more about Billy and like him because it's a, it's a Shazam movie and I just I kind of wanted just more to focus on him. Sure. Personally. No, I get you. I still like Zachary Levi is awesome and like uh, all the family's awesome. Mark Strong's awesome half the time. Yeah. Okay. So that's my biggest problem with the mm-hmm. film is Mark Strong. Uh, and at a certain point, it's I blame the script, and at a certain point, I kind of blame him. Mm-hmm. I think when it's the the first scene that we get with him, he's got more going on he's engaged and even when he goes to confront his father even though he's possessed by the sins uh he has more energy more charisma in what he's doing uh from that point on until he loses this the sins mm-hmm. he's boring he is cliche he's just bland there's nothing el- there's the no other there's no other stuff going on with him there's nothing uh extra to savannah he's just eh. Mm-hmm. And one moment that really stood out to me where I'm like, you know, it's the nut shot. When, when he nut shots him, he just takes that and has zero reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Not, even Not even surprise. Not even surprise. And I was like, Mark Strong could have given more. Mm-hmm. There should have been more. Um, and I don't like to talk positively about Venom. But <laughs> that being said, I would have liked to have seen Mark Strong actually do some things with Savannah countering out uh being more erratic savannah's not a calm tempered person Mm -hmm. in the comics savannah isn't even a calm tempered person in mark strong's portrayal outside of the middle of the film when he has the sins inside of him i wanted to see more of that erraticness that that energy uh having the sins kind of be things that talk to him having him have to kind of deal with them inside of him would have been far more interesting to watch when you have such a talented actor and it's clearly present, at least in Mark Strong's mind, because at the very end in the post credits, he's in the the cell, cell writing all all the things, and then he gets angry and frustrated, ah. and he just bangs on the wall and screams. And I'm like, "Where was this dude? Yeah, this no, is I, the dude I wanted to watch." I will agree with you on Mark Strong. I I I'm, I don't feel I don't feel so strongly against the character. Mark Strong. Um, uh, truthfully, um, I think he he serves the same purpose that a mid level Marvel villain does. You're right. Um, you're right. And I wanted more. Uh, true. And, I, 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 will say, I will agree with and that. And real quick, my biggest problem with that is the fact that like it's set up well, mm-hmm. and then they don't deliver. It's forgotten. Mm-hmm. The first eight minutes of this movie are about him. Yeah. It's about him and his dad not thinking he's good, and then the, the wizard, the wizard telling him, yeah. you'll never be worthy, and that's a great thematic argument between him and Billy. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, he had a family that pushes him away, Billy should be ca- the counterpoint of that, of seeing, like, you know, 
His family pushed him away too, but he gets this second chance. Savannah doesn't have that. Savannah just like wallows and becomes this bad thing. But they drop that point the moment that he goes and takes vengeance on his father and his brother, I, and that's that's done. It's not a part of his character. Can we talk about the moment where he t- where he takes vengeance on 100%. his father? Hundred uh, percent. Because I think that's an incredible scene. <laughs> I love that scene. I, that I love that scene. But I it doesn't drive his character forward. No, I understand. After. I just want to talk about revenge. this. I just want to talk about the scene real, sure. real quick. I, I think that scene is amazing. Like for the moment he walks in to the moment he leaves, I think there is there is such power and emotion in that scene, and it's so and. and one of the things I really like about the scene, especially the second time I saw it, was everyone in that room reacts yeah. appropriately I to the situation. I agree with you. Yeah, the moment he throws the guy out the window and everybody like, whoa! Yeah. Like, yeah. No, yeah. it's great. I, I, I agree I think with that, you. I think that moment is really... The, man, when he throws the guy out the window, so cool. And the, and the combination of like the setup of him as a child mm-hmm. to his initial scene when he discovers the door to that that scene where he takes vengeance yeah. are the things that make him post that so lackluster mm-hmm. that I know there's more to this character that he is capable of more he's not boring the whole movie up before that he becomes boring right after that sure. and that's what's so disappointing to me and I just I couldn't get past it the second time it stood out to me far more I'm just like man he's got he's got stuff yeah. why why aren't they showing it See, why I is guess, none of that there I guess it doesn't I guess the short it just doesn't bother me, like it it's not something that takes away anything for me, uh, but I totally agree. I'm I'm with you. It, I'm not it, gonna ar- argue against it, you. It takes away for me. I think very specifically, it's because they spend the eight minutes yeah. setting him up, and then they do nothing. The opening sequence is also really all the stuff with John Glover is really it's an is really excellent fun. sequence. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, John Glo- John Glover is such a terrible father. He just yells, "Like you miserable little shit!" Yeah, yeah. we're watching this. He's so good at raising bald, bad sons. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that that eight minutes is a really great introduction. It's a really great setup, and I'm sad that Mark Strong was, who is a talented actor, was relegated to being kind of just stoic mm-hmm. and un, uh, you know unengaged unengaged yeah. uh, after that and that's just not what I wanted um, especially because it is so clearly well placed yeah mm-hmm. um, I think if the film didn't do such a good job of setting up his childhood history but that's the character we opened on not Billy that's a choice mm-hmm. um, and that's not driven through the rest of the film sure that that isn't a part of like a dynamic that that's discussed between the two characters or something that is represented in what they see in each other sure that is a huge missing piece of what takes this film down from being like what you were saying top 10 that takes it down mm-hmm. because th- and it's almost more frustrating because the pieces are there. Yeah. And not only are the pieces there, they're, the pieces are set up well, but then they're just, they're not followed through on. That's and why That's why I'm I, I'm sounding very negative, but I'm still going to give this movie a high score because- 100%. Because much like, I'm a Marvel guy, but that doesn't negate the fact that I like DC stuff. Like a good Marvel, like this reminds me of a, like a phase one Marvel movie. Great hero stuff. The villains, whatever. Well, I, I, was, think, I was thinking about, you know who this villain reminds me of? Like in Justin- Justin just Hammer? No, uh, just the villain, not necessarily in story, but in in just kind of rele- relevance to the plot, Baron Zemo. I no, it's um, way more than I, that. I know. I know you dis- you disagree. I actually thought you would be with me on this one, uh, Sparks. But I know you disagree on Baron Zemo. I don't think Baron Zemo is a very interesting villain. Uh, in, in no, Civil I War. don't think Baron Zemo is an and interesting I think, villain. I think I think he he serves. I think the level of of just character development is the same. The different here's. I think you should. You should choose a different villain simply because they they are 
so different and Zemo is very uh, separate from so, all the hero work, whereas Savannah is directly tied s- to Billy. Sorry, so so take exactly that argument, Civil War and everything. Mm-hmm. But now picture that the first seven minutes of Civil War spent time with Zemo and his family. Yes. And like him, him like really bonded and connected with them, right? Mm-hmm. And take it that that was one of the best scenes in the film, okay? Mm-hmm. And then everything else was like that after. That's the problem I have with Savannah in the film. I, we're, I, we're brought, I'm with you. We're brought to see him this way, yeah. and then it's done nothing. But I think, but I think it's more problematic than Zemo in Civil War because there was good setup. Mm-hmm. There wasn't good setup with Zemo. Sure. It just it just is that. Maybe mm-hmm. I used the wrong they used the wrong villain, but in my head I feel like the, they they say they share the same space. Um, it's just. Again, it just doesn't bother me, and I think we're we're, we're let's get into some positives because I think we're being too negative, and I, and I, we all say we're we, we, Zach we like about dope. this film. Yeah, man, um, he's awesome. Uh, I I'm not. There's nothing that you're saying that I am even willing to argue with. Sure, sure. I think you're absolutely. I think you're correct. There's none of it bothers me. Um, and I, I think, but you know, everything not involving the villains, I love. The op- the all opening the, great. the opening yeah. sequence is really great. The I think Jiman Hansu is great as the wizard. I think he's a lot of fun, and I I, I agree. I, I love the moment when he's the second DC movie. Um, I am confused as to why uh, the wizard is okay. So they went with a thing. This stood out to me the second time. They went with a thing that weirded me out because uh, the wizard always summoned a child. Yeah, but he clearly didn't in the movie because there was the one woman who's recorded it on her phone, and she is the age she is now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? What? Also, oh, he ch- all right. Like, like hundreds of people were chosen. Yeah, hundreds of people. But yeah. I thought, it's I like thought Arthurian. I, the first watch, I didn't catch that, and yeah. I thought that oh, they're all talking about something that happened to them when they were kids, and no. they realized, oh no, she's like recording that like three days ago the or way something. I figured was that like the wizard was getting desperate, so he's he's <laughs> just looking for anybody at this point. Yeah, well, which I, I again, again, the wizard finding just a child was change in the new 52 which this takes a lot of yeah. sure sure lifting from which which i didn't mind as much except it made billy feel like a last resort which i don't need billy to feel like the faded option but i also don't need don't want him to necessarily feel like uh well you're the guy here and i'm about to die it kind of did feel like that well i actually um i don't i don't disagree that I, it does feel a little bit like that but i still really like the moment where he's just like you're all i have left no i agree i like that moment too I, this isn't me like tearing down the film for that it just didn't play quite the way i wanted the Mm -hmm. shazam story to play i don't mind billy not being like the fated chosen one Mm -hmm. that's fine with me but i didn't want it to feel like like i'm out of time it's got to be you yeah that that i didn't love you know how old asher angel is now he's 16 which means he was 14 when this movie came out yeah uh i i think that's real great that they cast a, a, a child that's a that's another thing is i i still stand by that and I felt this way way back when we were talking about trailers. I still wish Billy was younger. This, I like this film overall. I still wish Billy was younger. Yeah. I still wish Billy were closer to a 12 or 10-year-old. Sure. Um, because that's that's what translates well in the comics. And even, I would argue in some ways, that some of Zachary Levi's moments, not all, some, uh, play like they're almost a younger child than what I Asher 100% is. agree with that. Oh, I don't agree, disagree with that. I don't agree with that at all, actually. Um, I, I think that... He plays. I think he and Asher Angel did such a good job portraying the same character. I truly felt that in this film, I they felt like the same person, especially because 
if you just take Zachary Levi as just more excited, like this is, you know, depressed Asher Angel unloot, un- unleashed to be able to be this character. Like that's a 14 year old excited I, that he's got superpowers. I grant you that. And I still the second time stand by that there were moments where he felt more like a 10 year old than a 14 year old. Sure. Even though they're the same character. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. they didn't feel like the same character. I said he suddenly felt younger than what Asher was portraying when he was when he was being the younger child, kids definitely kid. floss more than older kids I'll tell you that. So that's that's all I'm saying is mm-hmm. that there were definitely moments that I picked up that felt like that. Um Darla's the standout for me, I think. Darla's great. She was so adorable. Uh, Everything she did. Poor Mary Marvel. She got short shaft, short short changed, short changed hard. The twin sister of uh, Billy Batson in the comics yeah. now turned into the oldest adopted the sister oldest that has adopted to do. sister who when she gets her powers Does is nothing. not featured at all. I I really I actually, you know, uh, I really like the when they all turn into the other their their better versions of themselves. Mary Marvel and Mary not that much different. They no, are, no, be and the same age. he and I, Ryan and I talked about. She's this. going to like, call it, so she's seventeen, eighteen. She's not changing her appearance anymore. Yeah, I was like, That's I was like, like. I, I was surprised that they cast a different actor, and then I went, oh well, I guess they gotta set a, a precedent now that like even if Asher gets older and starts to look more like he will as an adult, he'll still turn into Zachary Levi. Yeah, like it's not going to be the yeah. same person even as they are becoming Again, adults. Um, being positive, yeah. being positive. I yeah. love, uh, I love all the family stuff. But again, when you give them all superpowers at the end, Mary gets left behind because you have too many characters. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, but all the family dynamic stuff really works for me. I, we haven't talked about that too. that stuff a lot. Um, everything, are everything from Billy, everything from Billy, like getting to know this foster family. Um, it's super weird that his mom was seventeen when, uh, when he lost yeah. her. But whatever. Um, I don't know if you caught that. She's, it had to be pointed out to me. Yeah, she's a very old-looking 17-year-old. She said she was 17, and that's when he was, like, arguably at least four. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so she was a very young. He was born when she was real young. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got pregnant real young. I like seeing the, the, the two sides of that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I like. I really like the way sad. that they do the the kind of glow bloom yeah. on his perspective of what that day was. And then you get, like, the the, like... Not even grayed down, just normal reality the, the color. Muted, the, the muted thing. It's yeah. it's almost normal reality color, yeah. and it's like it, they they specifically didn't take it to like a grayscale. You know, you know, um, which who, I appreciated. You know who the standout for me is in this one, Freddie. Freddie's I good. Yeah. I loved the kid who plays Freddie. I forgot his name. Um, I think he's great in this movie. Yeah, yeah he's a really good young Adam Brody. Uh, yeah. Um, Hell yeah, Adam Brody. I mean that sincerely. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> so, he, I'm so happy Adam Brody I, was in once this. Once I saw it a second time and I knew he turned into Adam Brody as the superpower it makes character, sense. I'm watching him the second time and I'm like, man, he really is a that lot could like be his Seth younger Cohen brother. from the OC. Yeah. He's just like that. When he, he just gets up, throws his entire tray into the trash can. Yes. I yeah. like the nod that they also go to Fawcett City, Fawcett, uh, City Central. Yeah, Freddy's, yeah. Freddy's really good. Yeah. Ben, you've been silent. Yeah, um, I've, how many times have you guys seen this? Twice, three I've times. Seen I've seen it three times. Yeah, I've only seen it once, and the whole time I, was, my first time watching it, I mean, yeah, I do get the whole Mark Strong, um, because there was, you know, that scene where there were both Zach, where both Shazam and Mark Strong or Savannah are up, and he's giving the whole bad guy speech. I was like, yeah, he, oh my god, that was hilarious. hilarious. I mean, that yeah. whole scene was hilarious, but the words that were coming out of Mark Strong's mouth were standard bad guy bullshit. Yeah. It I agree like, with you, yeah, but yeah. that's, but that's the right. joke. That's yeah, the joke a, he's giving yeah, the bad guy. It is guys a joke, spiel. but at the same time, I agree with Sparks where he is boring. Whereas I didn't really catch that he was boring as Savannah until like that little snippet and the more we were talking about. It reminded it. me of the guy from Doctor Strange. 
where 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 Cassilius uh, has his mouth covered and he's talking and Doctor oh, yeah. Strange's like I don't can you can you speak up? Yeah. Okay. It was funny. I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was hilarious too, where they're so far away. But yeah, Mark Strong was kind of boring. Even the scenes where he first meets with Shazam, I mean, to be honest, I was more focused on Shazam. I didn't catch how quote unquote boring Mark Mark Strong was because I was like, because here is Shazam, Billy fighting a supervillain for the first Lay time. Lay hands on my staff. Oh, gross. Yeah. I actually got, I yeah, like that yeah, joke. Yeah. But for me, the whole standout of this movie was Zachary Levi and um, what's the kid's name? Asher Angel. Asher Angel as Billy and Shazam. Mm-hmm. Those two were the were the key points that I was having. By the way, that kid is getting tall. Yeah, but I was really enjoying that. Even the kid who played Freddy, I loved him as like the superhero aficionado. Yeah, you know, I, you know, you said you say that that Mary got the short shift. I think Pedro got the short shift. He has like four lines of dialogue. Pedro, but they didn't. But they Pedro. didn't set up. Pedro to be a bigger character than I, he was. I agree with you. I agree with you. Pedro did uh, as the kid, but not as the adult superhero. Oh no! Uh, Mary yeah. got the short change as the adult superhero was yeah. what I was specifically mm-hmm. referring to. Like um, once they turn into adult superheroes, she has no moment. All the others have moments. She has no moment. Mm-hmm. Like for me, the whole time when I was watching this movie, because I knew this movie was based off of Jeff Johns and Gary Frank's run, which I agree, Brandon, not the best Shazam book. But as I was going, also was they like, just copied and copy replaced. Black Adam with Savannah. Yeah, in this in that script. Yeah, I don't love that either. Yeah. but that's not my core problem with. But it. I love the reference to Black Adam in the movie. Hey, it's, it's uh, the second time I see it. It's actually Dwayne Johnson. Uh huh. Like it's Dwayne Johnson. It's model. It's his face. I looked at it real close. I didn't see that, but okay. No, but I like the refer- big bald dude. But I like the reference, and also one of the my. Oh, he's big- got the hood up. But yeah, you can see the chin. But my biggest plus of this movie is that they don't kill Mark Strong, because. Yeah. Yes. I, I really agree. like how they keep him alive because a lot of um, people who just watch, um, like say, Young Justice, they only know like the big bad guy for Captain Marvel is Black Adam. Well, to be fair, in the comics, Savannah is not yeah. this character. No, Savannah is a is a tweety little scientist who can uh-huh. see magic with his eye. That's he's, it. He's petty. That's a defining character trait. He's very petty, mm-hmm. and that's Savannah? something I wish was still there. But I, I agree with you, Ben. Like that's yeah. what I like about the post credit scene is that all of a sudden he's he's more like the character I wanted him to be yeah. in that Man. one scene, and I'm yeah. like, dang, and at least there's hope for the future. Hey, so guys, not only so guys, we, we get Mr. Mind in this yeah, movie. That, I we'll talk about that. Let's do that at the yeah. end. But we still, but they we still have Mark Strong as Savannah, which means we could see him more, which means we could possibly see a more improved Savannah down sure. the line. Sure. Fingers crossed. Yes. Um. Really the idea of evil. No, my t- my takeaway from this movie is just how great Zachary Levi was, uh, how great he was playing as a younger person than he was with these superpowers. Because the whole time he was on screen, I believe that he's yeah, clearly this is a this blast. is a young kid with these amazing superpowers. Even the scene with the with the security guard, he's like, "Oh, hey, other oh, son yeah, who yeah, passed yeah. my other son down the wall." That How's was great. Very, I just came from the business office. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> where I work. Thanks very much. Uh, even the officer. Scene- Detective. Moron. He <laughs> says detective. <laughs> moron. It's, detective. it's moron. moron. This whole movie was hilarious. Yeah. I, yeah. Brandon, when you were saying that you're going to be laughing this whole movie, I the could. Th- the three times I've seen it, I've walked out, my throat has been sore because I was no, laughing so much. I thought this movie was hilarious. Even when the, uh, when she, like the scene was like, I'd like to purchase some of your finest beer, please. Or the or when he learns he can fly and he gets hit by three cars. Yeah. I thought <laughs> he gets hit hol- by a truck, mm-hmm. knocked into two cars. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but also, I love how um, when Freddy comes up to him, he's like, dude, you're just being a jackass. Like when he's on the scene where Rocky was, because yeah. I also like how this takes place in Philadelphia, not yeah. Boston City, where he's like, lightning, 
lightning with my oh, hand. Yeah, yeah. And Fawcett he causes the just for the for the audience. Fawcett com- Fawcett City is this fictional city in DC yeah. Comics that Shazam is from. So they made it Philadelphia yeah. in the movie. But I like how he's doing the the Rocky thing. He's trying to like get some money off of it. And then, the jeez, what a what a joke. Oh, and he take, well, yeah, but takes the picture. Talk- Most people give me money. It's cool. <laughs> you seem like a cool couple. Yeah, yeah, but then the bus falls down, and then Frey's like, "Yeah, you almost kill these people." And he's like, "But then I caught puts, it." Puts the mattress right under. Yeah. <laughs> Jump on this. Yeah. His his, Jump on his this. face, like I did it. This is right. Yeah, no? I'm a hero. Shit. No. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I do get uh, Ryan where you're coming from, where you're like, yeah, they kind of um, excuse the pun, blew their yeah. load with the. Um, I don't think that was a good excuse was, to use but, that phrase. Slow it, baby. But still, with the whole Marvel movie thing, but the thing that really pissed me off is that I knew they were coming because I saw on the Funko... You saw the pop, the, yeah, the I saw the pop figures, figures from, on Instagram. And oh, I that really sucks. Take, I didn't know they were coming. I knew, because the whole time I'm sitting there, like when when Savannah has the sins out and he's holding the stab, he's like, do the thing. I was like, how is he going to get it's so the Marvel such, family shows it's up? It's such a great moment, too, when he's just like all hands on deck. Yeah. And like the, the moment <laughs> that's great. opens his heart to say them. Say my name. Yeah. Oh. Billy! No, no, say the name that turns me into this. That's oh. great. Yeah, yeah that is great. One, one, funny, one funny bit in the comics, in the original comics, mind you, in order to become Captain Marvel Jr. and Mary Marvel, they have to say Captain Marvel, not Shazam. Yeah. Um, Brie Larson, where you at? Yeah. So, so I, th- I think that I thought that was really funny that they first opened with Billy. Like, uh-huh. kind of, I felt that was kind of a joke to that old idea. Sure. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm actually okay with the Marvel kids, with the Marvel family being in this movie because. Yeah. It opens up because obviously the whole like there are seven thrones in the Rock of Eternity, mm-hmm. so it means your bro- my brothers and sisters, which is like okay, they're the ones to take the uh, of the six thrones. Of them, though. I know, which I'm guessing. I think talk- Tawny, the talking tiger's coming up. Hell there yeah. you go. They I alluded also, to that a lot. I yeah, did like the allusion to Tawny the tiger. Like when we see the, the scene with Billy and his mom, he's like, I wanted the tiger. He has a tiger on his backpack. Yes, like, right, cool. Or when he when he hands the little girl the tiger, tiger plush. Exactly. I like that one. I thought I'm that was look, so like, sweet. All right, they may not have a talking tiger in this movie, but we have illusions that we know about the tiger. Hope, fingers crossed, we're going to get it. And. They just My reintroduced bi- the tiger, and I just picked up the issue where they do. So I'm wondering how they do that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, one of the thing I also love how they kept referencing Batman, Superman, all the other things. Like, yes, this does take place in this universe. We know there are a lot. Yeah, Freddy's Freddy's uh, whole room and like headlines yeah. are from from Batman v Superman, I really, Justice League. I really dig. <laughs> yeah. I know yes, it's a, I know it's the new Fifty Two Connor Kent design, but I really like his uh, Superboy backpack. No, I dig it. Yeah, yeah me it. too. And. I really love, like, even at the very end of the movie. Get him, Batman! <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I like but, his shirt that says Atlantean lifeguard. Yeah. yeah. But I also love how the end of the movie is like, I I mean, we were, were talking about on the car that we're never going to see the, the scene where Harry and Cavill and Shazam meet for the first time because Superman walks in to have lunch with Freddy. Talk about I a was, disappointment. I wanted to know, actually, what you guys thought about that I hate one. it. Because I loved it. I hate it. I was, I was I love hysterical. Fre- I, I love, hate it. I love Freddy's, like, huh? Oh my God! Yeah. So the thing, the thing about Freddie, the the thing about Freddie that I love so much in that moment is that he reacts like a, like an actual little kid who's yeah. being embarrassed by his dad. Mm, yeah. yeah, and he's just like he's just like, oh God, what's, I don't know how to. Oh yeah. man, the setup, the setup is great. And I love Superman, it. The and only Superman, shows and also up. you hear the, the John Williams scene. But the only thing that really ticked me off is that we don't see Henry Cavill's face. See, I don't mind that we don't because I, I feel like that. I feel like that would take away. Uh, from from the comedy of that no, moment. That obviously, moment is, is specifically but made for, for comedy. For me personally, for me personally, the reason why I wanted to see Henry Cavill's face is to shut up all the people who say Henry Cavill is no longer Superman. Sure, I I I agree with what Ben's just saying. I think that it's a problem of. I think organically, if we knew Henry Cavill were Superman, if we knew another Superman movie was coming with him, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a problem with not seeing him. Mm-hmm. I would be yeah. like. Good joke. Good guy. Yeah. It's the fact that we're living in this space where we're doing a Ben Affleck game now with Henry Cavill as Superman, and I don't like that, and I felt like this just didn't help. 
But I don't in think that, that's in the that, movie's in, fault. I, I'm telling you right now that I'm saying that's not the movie's fault. Mm-hmm. I think organically on its own, the film is not at fault for that. I'm saying it's an unfortunate thing that I, I get how, why Ben's feeling that way. I understand that feeling because of that situation. I don't blame the movie for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's unfortunately what is happening. Because after this movie, if there's another Shazam movie, and obviously we have a lo- allusion to Mr. Mind and to Dr. Savannah working together, fingers crossed, but the one I want to see personally, because we know The Rock is Black Adam. We know that for a fact. Do we? <laughs> no, we don't. Talk about things. We don't just know said it was his face. You just you, said his they, name. They did it. They did it. <laughs> oh, but at, until he's an executive producer on this film. The producer of this movie is like, yeah, I'd like to see that too, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. What up? Uh, the next Shazam movie is. I want to see Superman and Shazam versus Black Adam. I want to see that. I don't want to see Black Adam in a Suicide Squad movie, but which is we're prob- That's that was a thing. I don't, we think don't, that's a I don't think that's happening. Not anymore. Thank God. Thank you, James Gunn. But I want to. I don't see think that was happening before James Gunn nap. I want two black. I don't, know, I don't know where that rumor came from. I but I want to see Shazam and Superman together fighting against Black Adam, where Superman discovers that he is weak against magic, and also just something to I don't that want effect. The, I don't want the next time we see Henry Cavill in a Shazam movie. I just want to see I, Henry Cavill in I, the suit. I, I totally what? understand what you're saying. I totally get. I totally get that. I taking this film as a film. Mm-hmm. That moment. Does it, it's a it's a really great joke to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, however, if they do a sequel, talking kind of bouncing off of what Ryan was saying with the with now with lowering the stakes with the Marvel family with Black Adam, the stakes are much higher. Mm-hmm. With Superman, I don't think we need that moment with Superman. We need the Marvel family together, united against Black Panther, throwing Superman Black in Panther? there. Black Panther. Hell sorry. yeah, crossover. <laughs> Black Adam, sorry. That's that's Shazam just flies into Wakanda. He's Forever. like, oh, nice place you got here. Oh shit. Uh, I don't. I I think I think throwing Superman into a Shazam movie does disservice to the Shazam family. Okay. Uh, and and Superman also. I I feel. Uh, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Um, it bothers. This is part of the reason why the Marvel family kind of bothers me now because I wanted a Superman Shazam movie before this movie came out. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I wanted that. I wanted First Thunder. I wanted Black and Blue. That's what I wanted to see. Um, purely, really, I want to see Superman and Shazam interact. It's they they are great interactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first time they meet. This movie again. I don't mind that joke. Um, that did kind of kill my thunder on that one a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because I I would have liked to have seen that interaction. I'm never going to see that interaction. Well, they ever make another Justice League movie? But I'm never going to see that interaction. I'm never going to see the first time Shazam and Superman met. Sure, it's not going to happen. It happened. So uh, that that's that kind of that's kind of why I'm a little just a little bummed because like yeah. it's like for, I think for regular people it's not a big deal. But like behind the scenes, like we know what's going on, and like we want Henry Cavill to be there. And mm-hmm. this is just like. He's still not here. But it's, it's, it's hard It's hard to look at this franchise now as a united front. It's not. It, these are individual films now. Yeah. And it's great that uh, uh, Jason Momoa is still Aquaman and Gal Gadot is still Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But these films, they're individual films. They're not, conne- they're not concerned any about this sort of thing anymore. They don't even have it then. But I think, uh, I think as Superman... Like I, I, even if it was the Christopher Reeve Superman outfit, it's that joke is still See, there. I would have preferred if it wasn't the Man of Steel costume, because mm-hmm. that is our this but that's, universe. But Superman. that's for the Casey Casuals. That's for yeah. the Casey Casuals yeah. to be like, yeah. oh, Superman. Yeah. That's for them. It's not I, for us. I think it's I think it's naive to think that DC isn't still going to try and keep things connected, even loosely. They're just not actively showing you how they're building it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's naive to think that things aren't going to cross over. 
I don't think they're ever. I, I'm not saying that they won't ever. But these films, they're 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 taking a standalone effect, which is these, fine. Th- that's what we're talking about when we talk about Joker. Um, these films, the the reason why these last two have worked, and I'm hoping that the next two work as well, or the next three, whenever Suicide Squad comes out, is that they are letting these directors just have this movie. These are your movies. You do whatever you want. A, B, C, D. Every bit of this movie is yours. Do not worry about anything else. And that's creating uniqueness. That's what I like about this film is that it feels unique. It's mm-hmm. very different from anything we've ever seen from DC or Marvel. And that's what I really like. That's another thing I really like about this. It's creating creative difference in this franchise that I, th- I, felt, I felt has been needed with the, with the DC films. And I and 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 I lost my point. <laughs> what was I saying? I said my main point, but I don't remember why I started saying um, it. Look, uh, I I don't want Shazam's sequel to have Superman in it. Let mm-hmm. me put that out there right now. I don't want it to have Black Adam in it either. I want it to be Mister Mind and Savannah, and then I want it to be the Marvel family kind of having to deal with the fact that they are now uh, superheroes, and some of them not necessarily going to be great at that. Or not necessarily going to be great at uh, always agreeing with each other on what's the best thing to do. If you're going to do it, then do it. Mm-hmm. Do the Marvel family interaction now, maybe because you've you've pulled that trigger. And I mean, it's a great thing that they don't all have the same powers as him. Mm-hmm. They only have one. Mm-hmm. It could be a one-time thing too. I don't. I don't uh, think because so. of the lair gag. I don't think yeah. that's true. I, yeah. I I don't think so either. But it is entirely possible that some some screenwriting gobbledygook can be like he closed their heart and they can't use sure, it anymore. Sure. Sure. Uh, I don't think that's. I don't think that's the way it's going to go. Probably not. Um, but I think I think that's fine. That's that's fine. That's a Shazam sequel that I'm willing to see. That's what I want to see. Separately, I would like a Superman Shazam film that takes on Black Adam, not a Shazam movie that has Superman and Black Adam in it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I want it to be its own thing. Yeah. Uh, that is that is the thing I want to see. Um, so so hear me out. They seem to have problems with Superman for some reason. Sure. Like, clearly you can do it. Right. What if he becomes, like, the Hulk of the DC Universe, where he shows up in movies and just, like, is, is, a, is a benefit, isn't it? That's ad. not the worst thing in the world, yeah. honestly, with Superman. Because I want more Henry Cavill, and if uh-huh. we can't get a movie, please Gosh, at least put darn it. Why can't you just make a movie where he fights Brainiac already? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Krypton. It's Sundays. not that hard. Anyway, sorry, I lo- I that's love a the, different thing. I love the, he's just reminding me of the gosh darn it. The, 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 holy moly, the boy's in blue. Yes, okay, the <laughs> fact that it, the first line Billy says in the whole movie is holy moly is excellent. Yeah. Uh, I did want to jump back. I want to talk about Billy's parents. Um, uh, Billy's parents are not people that abandoned him. No, they died in a that, car crash. They died. Um, here, this story of abandonment really, really works for me. I, do, I agree. Not only does it really work for me, one of my favorite things is the interaction that he has with his mom. That's one of my favorite scenes in the whole film where he comes to her and uh, learns that you know she didn't want him. She, she decided to walk away. She's a horrible yeah. person. Uh, that she he comes at back with the I should really get back to my real family now. Yeah. That's a great moment. Yes. Um, I mean that whole scene my f- or when when she looks at the thing and she says That was good. I was going to say that's this? that's my favorite line is the one where she says what is this and I like he doesn't respond to it but vi- you know visually you know yeah. you know yeah. how crushed he just yeah. became. That is some of my favorite stuff in the film. That kind of emotional theming I only wish that that had been counterbalanced with the stuff they'd started with that at the beginning. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but that is excellent. What I will say on a counterpoint to that, boy, am I bummed that the foster parents get lost in the narrative halfway through the film. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Uh, because they're great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they get lost in the narrative. Uh, I screwed in a bulb. That was great. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, that guy is hilarious. I don't, 
uh, I know you know where Dead. he's from. He's yeah. from The Walking Dead. He's yeah. great. He just yeah. carries around a giant axe no, all the time. Benny, yeah. Benny recognizes him from The Walking Dead. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. So he's she, he's I, I, excellent. I love the 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 whole scene when they're sneaking Billy into the house. Uh-huh. She's like covering her mouth isn't going to make her less scared. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> like Shazam, laryngitis. Like uh, yes, <laughs> it's, it's only going Betty by Betty by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all really See, good. Scenes like that, like the even when they after they get the beer and they're like cheers and they like spit out the beer. Yeah. Because they're like fourteen-year-old kids, they hit. They oh man, know. Freddy's reaction to the beer is my favorite reaction. Yeah. To anybody, just <laughs> <laughs> actual vomit. <laughs> just the chemistry between Zachary Levi and the kid who plays Freddy is just awesome. I, the kid who I, plays Freddy is the standout for me, honestly. Like every, he's Zachary so good Levi and him, they're it's great. It's a gazebo. Yeah, yeah, the kid from It yeah. who says it's they're a gazebo. They're amazing on screen together. I uh, love them or, on or screen. The, or Ben, the the bit where he says the bit where he's just like. Oh, make the make the cripple kid do it! Hey, 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 make the cripple kid do your dirty work. I, uh-huh. I, I'm innocent. I, I look. I can make plain innocent. Oh, I can't. You always look like you got something going on. Yeah, and shifty yeah. eyes. And yeah, then yeah. he's like, "Hey!" And then uh, the, the security, security guard. Like, hey, you look like you're up to something. Yeah, what? Yeah. Um, I think I remember like what stands out to me is like it, uh, the uh, uh, the robbery scene in the convenience store. Yeah. Where like he first gets shot and he's like, yeah. "You got bullet immunity." It's like, and then hey, he's hey, like, shoot him in yeah, the face. Oh no, just come on, guys. And it's like, and then no, you like, gotta shoot him in the face. Yeah, yeah. We don't know if it's the suit or you. Are you kidding me? Shoot it. Shoot him, in, shoot him in the face. Yeah, shoot me. He shoot him in the face. He yeah. gives him the gun back, and then they shoot him in the. I That's love some good shit. I love the CGI of the bullets bouncing off yeah, Zachary Levi's yeah. face. Kind of tickles. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't remember we, because I, I know we saw in Superman Returns where we <laughs> saw a bunch of bullets bounce off of Superman. <laughs> we but see, we see a close up on his eye. It's like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But that's right in Superman Returns. I don't, rem- I don't remember Man of Steel if anyone was really because sh- they were shooting. All at I remember Tony shot a bunch. All I remember is him snapping Zod's neck. Martha. Oh my yeah. god, guys! Real, just—I'm sorry to do this, but real quick, did you guys hear the thing that Zack Snyder was gonna make Martha I the don't, same? I really, I know. I really, Martha was gonna be the same mom who went into witness protection after her murder. So she, he was, she, so Batman was gonna be related to Superman. Yeah. Did you not hear this, Sparks? No. What? Martha, this is real. Martha uh, uh, Wayne went into witness protection and became Martha. Martha uh, Kent. Kent. Wait, you were gonna not? You were gonna try and tell me that Lauren Cohen. Went into witness protection to become. Yeah. Her name is escaping me right uh, now. Diane, Help me out. Diane Lane. Diane Lane. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I call bullshit. That was that was a re- that was Sorry, a real Shazam. thing. That was a real thing that Zack Snyder had considered. I just I lost by my the, mind. By the way, that that only re- that only reinforces reinforces my my whole thing is that Zack Snyder must have re- must have read read a comic book once. Said, wait, Martha, Martha. Oh my God, Thanks. they have the same name. Has no one else thought about this? Nobody else wait, has ever thought about wait, this. Wait, wait, you went into witness protection and you kept your first name. Yes, <laughs> that's the logic. Yes. That's I didn't even think about that stupidity. Does Zack Snyder know people can more than one person can have the same first name? I don't think so. Does no. Zack Snyder know this? I don't no. think so. Okay. I don't think. I'm he, sorry to derail, but like, has he ever met another person named Zack? <laughs> has he ever seen a Marvel movie? There's like three Chris's. <laughs> no, I don't think he has. Does sorry, he think Captain sorry, America uh, and Thor exactly, and Star Wars are all the wait, same wait. person. Zack Snyder wasn't involved with in any Shazam, so he did not meet Zachary Levi. Oh no! So <laughs> oh man, no, but his name's Zachary, not Zach. Okay, that's well, different. No, I'm not okay, gonna, I'm sorry, anyway, guys. I just, sorry, that was really stupid. Ryan, um, I'm sorry. Uh, you fucking broke me with that. I'm sorry. I thought it one was of good. my that's our one. That's one of our so favorite moments oh. in uh, one of my favorite moments between Freddy and uh, Shazam is actually when they're on the steps, and it's uh, yeah. it's the one where he's saying, "Ah, oh, man, I really like you like this. You were kind of like the opposite of Darla." Yeah, and then yeah. and then this is something. I wonder if this was acting or if this just happened, but Zachary Levi yawns before he gets out the word a dick mm-hmm. and it makes uh-huh. Freddie yawn as oh, he's yeah. like, your words, not mine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, what, what nice, 
realistic comfortability. Yeah. yeah. I th- I kind of want to feel that that was one of those happy accidents that happened. Both both or, Asher or, Angel uh, and Zachary Levi play really well off that kid. Oh yeah. Yes. They they do. Freddie, you're right, Brandon. Freddie, besides Zachary Levi as Shazam, um, Freddie Freeman is my favorite character. Every time he throws the tray in the trash can, it got it got a laugh from my theater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. Um, I, like I actually the, also felt really bad for him in the cafeteria when he's trying to get just oh, to yeah. have sh- um, the red cyclone yeah. show up. Did you, I, did, I did love you catch that. some of those names? Yeah. Uh-huh. Zapped in America. Yes. Yes. I caught some of real good ones. Um, they never say Shazam or Captain Marvel. Max, the, uh, the bathroom part. Max. Oh, my God. The bathroom part. Wait, that guy comes running oh, out, yeah. pulling up his pants. Oh, Shazam! Ooh. Have we talked about Santa Claus yet? Oh, oh Santa! Santa! <laughs> just always, just like always around the shenanigans. Oh, Santa no, will always run. be here for you. <laughs> Freaking little girl. Savannah shows up. He throws him off, off the little girl off his lap. He's like, no. Or, or the, or the end. He's when being just, chased by lust. Or at the end when he's, when he's got the, when he get, grabs the microphone. That was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where he's just swearing like crazy. <laughs> also, uh, also really love when Darla saves him. Oh, she's yeah. like, by the way, I've been very good this year. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Excellent. Like, th- there's a lot of good uh, stuff in this movie. I know oh, I, I, I came out with yeah, the negatives. Yeah, you, ca- you came out with the bad stuff, but... Not, you came out fist fist up, ready to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, or <laughs> even the scene, or even the scene, like when they were playing Mortal Kombat. After they got after their, no. Oh, one of my favorite bits was when they're in the Rock of Eternity, and Mary is like, just think of somewhere, and they transport. They transport. Gentlemen's Club. That's so the, good. To the booty so trap. Good. They and have like, glitter in there. I want glitter. <laughs> they're, they're walking out, and Mary's like, that is the place you thought of. I'm <laughs> sorry. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> and then uh, Freddie comes out. And he's like, what? It's like, what? They're very nice people when, in there. Or you know what? When they're in the when they're in the fair, yeah. uh, the the Philadelphia, Ch- Philadelphia. Thank yeah. you. Uh, when they're in the fair, and he and he's getting, you know, he hasn't changed because he knows sure, it's sure. going to be a signal, signal uh-huh. beacon, and he's getting all his. Advent- he's like, ah, uh, crap. Yeah, yeah. Shazam, and he just changes, and that's uh-huh. that's a really good stuff. And yes. yeah, everyone's like, hey, where do you go? And they're like, great. Yeah, they, yeah. Not, they don't know it's a little kid, so he walks away. Yeah, I, I really, I really enjoy so many of those moments. Um, now we get to talk about one of the things Hold I've on. been looking forward to talking yep. about so much. I. Uh, it's one of the, it's it's obviously he says Shazam and he transforms. I really enjoy that they just didn't mind saying it so many times and him transforming so Same. many times. Yeah. like yeah. he, one of the abilities is he uses it as a weapon. As a weapon, yeah. So like he has to say it, transform, like and then or transform. Like, or like, like a NB, way to get away, like a solar yeah. flare. Yeah. So yeah. Like, like when Shazam, NB, Shazam, Shazam. like when he gets when Envy has him pinned down the roof, he's like, gotcha. Shazam, yeah. Shazam zaps yeah. him or gets back up and says it again to save. Um, exactly. Savannah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? One of the one of the bits I really like. You know, we were t- I was just talking about how I, how I don't much care for the designs of the of the sins. But I really like Gluttony when he's when he's chasing after Mary and just his belly his opens whole up. belly opens. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, that's that's yeah. a good design piece. But yeah. like again, some differentiation between. Hey, you them. Wanted, well, the thing yes, you one of my say. favorite things. Um, this is a great Christmas movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And and because I want you to try to argue your way out of this one, because on your very position, there is a Christmas lesson in this movie about opening up to family. Oh. So you can't even fight oh. this one. This is a good one. I love it. I can't. It. <laughs> You're right. I can't. Shazam is a Christmas movie. Sparks one, Brandon nothing. <laughs> I haven't even fought. I haven't entered the ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't after that argument. I don't think you can. Doesn't mean You're I un- get, a, get a zero point. You're uninvited. <laughs> no, he gets the point. You get nothing. That's Good. what I'm saying. <laughs> you get no nothing. competition. There's no points. 
Santa Claus is in this movie. So yeah, it is in this movie. it's yeah. it's actually I would argue a pretty decent Christmas movie. Not only is Christmas its setting throughout, it's got a good April, message, uh, but it has the lesson and it the has message. A good Christmas message. Yeah, letting your heart open to family. Oh yeah. man! It even ends. Hold on, I had to make a note about it because I was like, "Yo, what? Uh, you gotta love any Christmas movie that ends with this will be by Natalie Cole." Yeah, mm. I don't know if you catch it, but it's only there for like fifteen seconds. I don't know if maybe they didn't even want to pay the rights for it, but it's only there in the transition from from the newscast of Santa swearing to get to the table where they're all talking, but then it goes back to the score. And I'm like, what? Why did we even have this will be in there? What was that? Where Billy finally says all hands on deck. Yeah, I also really like the scene with the because uh, I know the parent, the the foster parents get lost throughout the lost halfway through the movie, mm-hmm. but when they talk about how hey we were foster kids, we ran away, and then when their Billy banter were, is old and I love it. No, but when you hear that, when you hear them talk about, it, it was like hey, remember when you told Mary the second time she ran away? It's like you this is home if you decided is home, mm-hmm. and Billy was listening to like man that that's uh, gonna, yeah. that's Billy, gonna pull up my sees that. that's gonna pull up my heartstrings at the end of the movie and then when he sorry no you're then okay. when he finally um says when he finally puts his hand in i love how um victor the dad he always rhymes like thank you for his food thank you for his day thank you oh, for yeah. his family he always like sorry billy's, sorry, hand, billy's is hand, on, hand is on, on vacation. right yeah yeah not only that but the the ultimate use of the all hands on deck which is the thing they do at the yeah. table to be the thing yeah. to call them to the staff uh-huh all really good yeah. uh gee whiz mister sorry i took your cane there yeah bam <laughs> like, oh yeah there's there is so much so much good there in, is in so what much they did with shazam i i only wish that and again a lot of it comes down to the fact that the movie opens with it i only wish that the stuff with savannah had been as yeah. well uh, articulated throughout because there really was a great story parable between the two characters and what happened to them in relation yeah. to their families and the film set it up so well and I'm just bummed that they dropped it partway through mm-hmm. now that could always circle back around but it, this being just this movie mm-hmm. it's a bummer that that didn't come back around yeah. Use those, can I use those as your final thoughts no because I still okay. wanted us to touch on Mr. Uh, Mind. Mr. Mind because we hadn't oh, really done yeah. that Talk about okay, yeah, Mr. Mind uh, I was shocked to see him in this movie so I had no idea who, because Fan looks at me, he's like, who's the caterpillar? Who's that? I was like, I have no idea. I didn't know either. Because the, the only two Shazam villains I knew of were Black Adam and Dr. Savannah. That was it. Yep. And arguably, you only knew about Savannah because of the because of Multi- the one comic you read. Well, also Multiversity. Right, he was a prominent role in Multiversity. He was in mm-hmm. Multiversity, yeah. so I was like, okay, because I knew a, a bit of the Marvel family. Morrison, Morrison really likes Savannah. Yeah. So thanks to Multiversity and, the, and, uh, the book, and when I was reading the book club today, um, we finally know who Mr. Because when I was reading, because I saw the movie, then I read the book club, and as I was reading the book club, I was like, "Oh, he's very different." Oh, well, Mr. not for Savannah, but for Mr. Mind. Because then oh, I yeah. thought to myself, "Because when we see, not to go into the book club conversation, but when we see the snake thing, I was like, oh shit.' Well, Mr. Mr. Mind, um, I'm, I keep I'm not keep calling him Mr. Mind, but I'm not that familiar with him. I only, am I. I've only been, you know, Shazam is is such a underused <laughs> character yeah. in DC comics and especially his his villains sure. um so Mr. Mind was kind of one of those w- was one of those things that I only knew about as a thing uh-huh. and so I mi- I misremembered the character as Bookworm which is a <laughs> Batman villain <laughs> right yeah 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 um and so but then I but then I was uh, then I, I was the the thing on his chest I was like oh shit uh, is that I'm going to tell you there's an excellent excellent Justice League action episode so this is only like 12 minutes mm-hmm. that you can find um and it's entirely about Mr. Mind and that they're the Justice League are trying to keep him contained and it's an excellent episode 
uh, if you want to get a real quick idea of Mr. Mind as a character outside of uh, mm-hmm. what the comic that we're talking about in the book club. But um, I'm super stoked. He's a mind what a weird, what a weird deep cut to go for yeah. that went with, with that one. What I was thinking when we got to that post-credits scene was we were going to see Black Adam. That's what I was thinking. Especially after seeing Dwayne Johnson's name in the credits. Yeah. I was like, That's what there's I, no way we're not I seeing Black Adam. I was thinking we were going to see something I about, thought for sure we'd see Black yeah. Adam. However... Upon reflection, I'm glad we didn't because that way it introduces people as like there are other Marvel villains than the two you know. No, but we you got this guy DC DC. Uh, well, you when I meant Marvel, Captain I Marvel. meant Captain Marvel. <laughs> I there there are things that's just like, yeah, okay. You have this actor who has been cast in this role since mm-hmm. the day you announced this film. Uh huh. And this was like before Wonder Woman. Yeah, like, yeah. Like <laughs> so, so you decide to be like. And again, I think I think Black Adam was the villain of this movie until very late in the, in, in development, uh-huh. which is why Savannah is the character he is in the movie. Um, and so, but to go with Mister Mind and not the actor that is already cast, like what the hell? It's weird. I'm down and, with it. Though. And again, he yeah. looked he looked a little claymation. Yeah, yeah, he did. I thought that was cool. I like I like that he looked cool. Yeah, I like Mister Mind a lot. Um, I also the like, way he's cool talking. Design. I like the way he's laughing. I like how you see him in the uh, containment in the Rock of Eternity. Yeah, yeah. and yes. also I kind of really dig. The and then, and then it, the the it's broken yeah, when they come when back Billy's... to it later. And I was like, and I hadn't even thought about it yet. No, I was familiar with Mister Mind, mm-hmm. and I was like, <laughs> see, I, that? <laughs> I I saw the broken glass, and I knew there was something in there, but I I don't know anything about Mister Mind because yeah, I don't yeah. Know What's I am. the deal with the burning cello? Burning oh man, cello. we didn't even talk about the doors, the alligator people. Oh, the ah! alligator people. That was sudden. Yo man, after I freaked reading, out. After reading the book club, we saw the alligator people. I was like, I get it now. I I I saw the movie first, and and they open a door. <laughs> so first of all, you see all these doors, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh my god, they're introducing the multiverse. Uh-huh. And they open a door, and it's a bunch of alligator people. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, you jumped. All right, all right, for you, Ryan. I'm not so. gonna lie. The second Pedro opens that one door, and you see that the, the tentacle, the, the tentacle. I, I was, thought Swamp Thing. I saw, thought I was praying for Swamp Thing. Ryan, Ryan <sighs> thought the mist. It look, it looks exactly because because the way it looks is just like a creature from Stephen King's The Mist. Right. Uh, and there's no reason it would be there. Uh, but there's also Annabelle in this movie. Yeah, yeah oh yes. Annabelle's in uh-huh. this movie. Annabelle's in the convenience store. Yep. When oh, the cops walk so in. Now we're two for two. Sitting on a shelf this. right there. David F. Sandberg, the director of this film, directed the first Annabelle film. Directed Annabelle Creations. Oh, sorry. He directed the good one. The good Annabelle. So yeah. so Annabelle's oh. Annabelle's shown up in Aquaman and Shazam. Yep. Do you think well, James, be a Joker? Well, James Wan directed the Conjuring no. films, yeah. right? So that's what, what, if Annabelle, what if Annabelle's in Joker? Uh then Annabelle has become like the the weird Stan Lee cameo <laughs> of the DC films, which is odd. That's awesome. Very odd. I I'd love it. Annabelle in Wonder Woman eighty four, <laughs> Annabelle in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I don't think I don't that. think we're going down that road. Um, yeah, Annabelle I, could be if they decide to do the ventriloquist. Annabelle oh. could be the <laughs> oh shit, dude. Annabelle they get a haunted they Batman get, ventriloquist. They, they get a, they gender bend the ventriloquist so then the doll is or the dummy is Annabelle. You're talking about a very interesting. World. I know. Oh my god, this is a Batman Zatanna crossover movie. There we go. There we go. DC. You said. <laughs> Ben, uh-huh. I mean this with love. You've said some weird shit in your in your career sh- of yeah, the show. But I would want to see that. This is the one I want to see the most. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I one year we get one. our yeah. Superman Shazam movie, the next year we get our Batman Zatanna Annabelle film. Yes. <laughs> I got one. Oh my I'm god. Down. Yeah. I got is. one. Old man Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Hey man, we've seen crazier things, all right? Old man Patrick God. But he plays he doesn't play Orm. Who, ca- who cares? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying he doesn't play Orm. He plays the character. Ed Lauren. Ed, Ed there, Warren. Yeah. There we go. But guys, this, 
Shazam is great. Yeah. So listen, I, I, I was I was being harsh on this movie because yeah. the highs are so high. Yeah. I wanted the rest of like, it to match. Uh, it. When we That's were what on the one, but like, I don't think the, I don't think the sorry Ben, uh, I don't think the lows hurt the film. For me, for me, nothing in, nothing on the lows hurt this film. Well, see, I think if the villain would be better, then I think it would, I would figure it into higher it's, like I like Aquaman way more than I like this movie that's, actually that I'm different I like Shazam more than I like totally Aquaman fair. I'll, I'll like you open this with putting Shazam in top 10 yeah. I couldn't put Shazam in top 10 as much as I like to just because of Zachary Levi being the character I want him to be yes. I can't do it because the film fails me in regard to the villain um, I know there are other films that do it better uh, the, the kind of whole weaving of the narrative I, I mean, I don't know the exact breakdown of where I'd put it in comic book films. Maybe it is in top 10, but like my instinct says, yeah, but that, that does hurt it in something like that. It doesn't hurt the movie as a movie necessarily because he still serves the purpose of the villain, but it does take away from like the potential of the narrative that was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't disagree. It's just the thing, when I say the top 10, I don't mean my top 10, although however it, it is. Mm-hmm. I, I, just, I, I just mean, and perhaps it is a little hyperbolic, but I truly feel like in the discussions that us nerds have when we talk about what the best comic book films of all time are. You know, what are, what are, what are films that are always going to be in that in that conversation? It's Avengers, always going to be Dark The Dark Knight. Knight. It's always going to be The Avengers. It's always going to be... Superman 1978. Hopefully always going to be Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Those films are always going to be in that top 10, no matter, no matter who you are. And I truly feel like Shazam needs to be in that discussion. You know what? My, uh, I feel like my gut doesn't tell me that. Maybe but like, in a discussion, but not in the numbering. However, and you can use this as my final thoughts. On the way over to, on the car ride over here, we were talking about the movie, and we were really talking, like, bashing, or not bashing, but we were talking about our criticisms for Mark Strong's villain in this movie. And when I, because when I initially got out of this movie, I was like, man, this movie is a solid nine. After talking about it, I was like, eh, maybe I should put it at 8.5. I don't know how I feel about it. But after talking about it again, after we talked about how high and how great mm-hmm. this movie is, yeah. I got to say, it's a solid nine. This so, movie is great. This is one of solid, the. Solid, hard nine. This is one of the. I like it better than Aquaman. I think this is one of the best DC films they've made at. One of the best DC films they made. Yes, the villain yeah. is a problem, but I'm glad they kept Mark Strong alive so they could bring it back and we get this Zavanna we truly deserve. Go see this movie. It is great. And so, also read the books. So that would be going to use your final, th- that is your final thoughts. It's you a get, nine. You get a nine, nine out of it ten. It is a nine out of ten. Uh, Sparks, I'll go to you then. Um, I told Ryan when we first came out of this that I think if Venom is like a bad 90s comic book film, Shazam's kind of like the good end of that. Um, and I think that's true. I think it's it's very much because it is so steeped in still being an origin story, which we don't get a lot of anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it does, like I like I've said throughout this whole thing, I think it does a lot of things really, really well. It just, it and and again, it is only because the pieces were so present and they were so well done up to a point that I wish that certain pieces had been followed through. And I don't feel like they were. The foster parents are a piece of that. Savannah is a big piece of that. Um, and ultimately, I just wish the sins were designed a little better. Uh, outside of that, I don't have a lot of complaints about the movie. I think that the film overall works really, really well. Um, I don't know how I feel about the su- Superman tease. I'll, I'll have to sit on it for a long, long time. <laughs> um, but I'm hopeful for the future. I hope that they know how to handle the Marvel family well going forward. Because that's a lot of characters to jump Every time you guys say Marvel um, family, I'm just like... <clears throat> Uh, so, Shazam, so, man. So we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what it can become. But like, Asher and Angel and and Freddie and um, Zachary Levi, they're they're pitch perfect. 
<clears throat> excuse me, they're pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm hopeful that we can see more of something that Mark Strong doesn't normally do when he can come back as Savannah, something that's more akin to what we were seeing in that post credit scene. Um, I'd rate it at a nine. Cool. Ryan? Yeah. I uh, Everything involving the good people I loved and uh, the bad guys were like, you know, they were fine. They're, I, I kind of wish, because like Mark Strong, like I know what he's capable of. And I'm just like, man, you're just another like kind of typical villain. I'm like, that's okay. Uh, I'm glad it's him instead of some worse actor. I'll tell you that. Um, Zach Levi is super fun. Uh, the kid from it, I wish you remembered his name. He's the only one we don't remember his name for. Uh, you can look it up. Uh, this movie is a great time at the movies. It's really funny. Um, I would give it a solid eight. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with an, uh, anything about the about the villain thing. I've said before. I wish that the sins were designed better. Um, I do think Mark Strong has a uh, as a I, I the perhaps because we don't get a lot of these uh, these types of origin stories anymore. That I'm just kind of Jack Dylan Grazer. There you go. There you go, Freddie. Cool. It Thank doesn't. Sorry, Jack. It doesn't bother me when a villain doesn't reach the full potential because. Perhaps I'm just remembering a time where we were just used to that. You know, it took Marvel years to get more than one character who was who was interesting as a villain. Uh, I just want to counterpoint on that real quick. It's not it's not because the villain doesn't live up to it. It's because the narrative of the film itself sets up something that it doesn't follow through on. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Not not specifically. Oh, the villain's kind of weak. Like I know that happens all the time mm-hmm. in comic book movies. It's because it's established to be something. He starts strong. That that falls apart. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just wanted to be clear. No, it's okay. I I, I understand. Um, I don't think anything you you've said was wrong. Um, I wouldn't even dare argue with it because I don't I don't I don't disagree. Um, but it's just the because the highs are so high for me, the lows don't ever bring it down at all. This yeah. this film is hilarious my my throat is still sore from laughing so much last night uh when i went to see it a third time uh this this film to me is one of the best comic book movies of all time one of the best dc films definitely in general um i give it 9.5 okay 9.5 yeah um all right shall we uh move on to our book club then shazam hey welcome to the fake nerd comic book store can i help you find anything today yeah, hi. Um, do you have any books? Can you be more specific? Um, anything readable? All right, then time now for our book club. I'm just going to pass it off to Sparks because this was your pick, technically. I mean, yeah, it's not like my personal pick. You came to me and said, let's do a Shazam book. Yeah. Uh, because I think you've you've read some. I've read ben, some. Then you've read none before uh, this? Just the, the Jeff John stuff, probably. I've right? read Jeff John's. That's but okay. Also, yeah, yeah. But I read Jeff John's, but also if it counts, I saw there was a, this thing on Netflix, and it was Superman and Shazam versus Black Adam. Oh, you, yeah. saw, okay, the, sure, you sure. saw the short film. The yeah. short yeah, yeah. films, yeah. So yeah. I did see that, and also I know I knew of Shazam yeah. thanks uh, slash Captain Marvel, also thanks to Young Justice. Oh yes, Young yeah. Justice. And uh, Superman murders him in Injustice: God's Among Us. He does. <laughs> he does. Oh, that is. And so uh, in Kingdom Come. Yeah, <gasps> Kingdom Come. That's where I first met Shazam. Yeah. I knew him as Captain oh, Marvel. Oh, he's uh, like so, Luther's pawn. So, yeah. uh, I had to debate between a couple of things, um, all, this, and I the, settled the on... The cover is... I, that's like the best-looking Shazam maybe like, I think you could possibly get. That's, yeah. That's pitch perfect. Right it's, there. it's really good. Um, so this is Shazam, the Monster Society of Evil by Jeff Smith, who's uh, famous for doing Bone. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and this is kind of like its own version retelling in a way of Billy Batson's origin of becoming Shazam, 
Um, in this book, is he Captain Marvel? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, they hadn't lost litigation yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, the art is awesome. It is. I really love the art for this. Uh, I think it really translates well. This is this is a good example. This book is a good example of why I like Billy Batson as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, more erring in that direction than than a fourteen year old. But it's also um, a good example of like a Captain Marvel weirdly that I don't like. I prefer when Billy and Captain Marvel are the same person. They are separate here, entities. Here yeah. they are separate entities. It was I. It was weird at first. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. But I really like this book. It does a lot yeah, of good that's, with that's, the with the Shazam world. That's an old. Uh, that's an old fashioned way of designing the character. When when Billy would. Billy, you know, Billy's gee whiz, Mister, in the in the old comics, and yeah, then yeah. and then when he would turn to Shazam, hello, ma'am, hello, yeah. I'm Shazam, I'm right, big he, was, and handsome. he was Superman, but with yeah, like, but it turns oh, into a kid. There's yeah. this. I remember in Batman, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, there was this part of where Hawkman and Cap Marvel go to fight. Superman, oh yeah, that's Batman. a good movie. And then, but because I think at that point I knew that Cap Marvel was a ten year old kid, but he's looking down. Superman's like, it doesn't take the wisdom of Solomon to think that you should stand down. Yeah. And then, of course, later in Young Justice, where I saw him again, he is this ten year old kid trying to, because the t- the team doesn't realize that he's a ten year old kid except for Batman. So seeing this, <laughs> so seeing those those differences. I was like, okay, now oh, I yeah, know. Oh yeah, in Young Justice yeah. when they're like, wait, Shazam, Shazam's ten, yeah. and Batman's just like, yeah, I what know. of it? I know. But whereas in the in like was when I was reading his book when hits when um when Billy gets the powers of the Rocky Attorney, he says Shazam for the first time. He becomes Captain Marvel, and the wizard says, "Hello, Captain." Like, okay, so we're going the route of he well Captain Marvel is a different is a two is a different Eddie, but yeah. he and Billy share the same body. Yeah. Okay, I get that. Yeah, it's um, it's not my preferred way. I prefer the way the film does it, which I is that Billy is the Superhero same person big. when he becomes Shazam. Yeah, I prefer that um, way But too. I still like everything else that this book brings to the table. Um, you get Billy going to the wizard. He sees the seven statues, which here are not the sins necessarily. No. They're pride, envy, greed, and then hatred, selfishness, laziness, and injustice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of a change. The like the seven evils of man or something like that. Something like that. Yes, it's uh, a laziness. <laughs> and and so there's I this feel whole personally attacked. And yeah. there's this whole explanation about how the Rock of Eternity as at the creation. It's uh-huh. at the beginning of creation. The, yeah, that's where it's it sits, at the and that's of the where the bang. and that's where the wizard spirit stays. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And Billy gets curious, and he peeks through the beginning of creation. And because he does that, he actually causes the arrival of Mister Mind on Earth. He also has this encounter with alligator people. Well, because he's that not happens. supposed to use he's not supposed to say the word Shazam right. there because magic, magic inter- and magic will magic, cause chaos. Yeah, magic and magic causes chaos, yes. and so uh, which is weird. <laughs> like that seems like a silly weird thing, but okay, plot um, reasons. And this this story brings about uh, Billy learning that he has a his sister? Uh, twin sister, uh-huh. uh, Mary, yep. and he's looking for her. Uh, meanwhile, Savannah is the attorney general. Hell the yeah! States. And he's he's like Danny DeVito. He's like four feet tall. Yeah, I, yeah. Because the version of Savannah I know of are, are the Savannah from the books where he's trying to, or the Gary, the Jeff Johns run at the end of Justice League where he's trying to find magic. And he full size man. Gets it. Yeah, full size man, and also. The yeah, it, and it, also traditionally the, in in the comics, the eye. The reason why his eyes like that is because it can see magic. Can it's see not magic. actually a magical artifact. Yeah. yeah, like in in the Jeff Johns run, he says, "I can see magic." And also in the um, Grant Morrison multiversity run, where we see um, all the different savannas, all, all the savannas. He's like a shaved head, and he's still tall, but shaved head, classic lab coat, mad scientist guy. Yeah. So seeing Savannah as a There's short... There's also Savannah who's a worm in the multiversity. <laughs> okay, but also but reading this book, seeing Savannah as a short, um, very cr- batshit politician. crazy politician guy, I was like, I kind of dig it. Yeah, I do I too. dig it a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and here uh, we also get Takitani. I love him. The tiger who is an Ifrit changes shape. Um, I love Tony. He, tur- he turns into a saber tooth tiger in this. Does he? No, Not he in this. Just he, a changes, tiger. he changes just into a regular tiger. He changes into a black cat, and he changes into a homeless man. Uh, okay. That's right. All right. Yeah. So in the in the original comics, he could turn into a uh, saber tiger. He can change into pretty much any variation of cat, but yeah. we only see regular tiger, black cat, and the homeless man here. I think that was a He-Man thing. Um, I also like. That this is a younger Billy because I, I this is my favorite line in the thing. Holy moly! Savannah and Mary were in the other monster the whole time. Gosh, I was tricked. Yeah, I'm like yes. Wow, that is some serious e- kid talk. Yeah, also, I really, I really like the interpretation. Also, like kind of like how Mary gets her powers. How he's how Billy calls Shazam and then like Sparks. You just flip past the page. Uh, yeah, he gets she gets yeah, hit, she with, gets the hit with the lightning bolt and they're all scared and she's like, uh, don't be mad. He's like, how can I be mad? This is awesome. Yeah, my sister now has superpowers. This is great. There's two giant robots that are just hanging out in the city. I love that. Uh-huh. This is f- they're full of cockroaches. Yeah. That's real gross. <gasps> okay. One of, my, a weirdo. one of my favorite, favorite parts of the book was when Billy goes inside the robot mm-hmm. as Billy Batson, not as Shazam, not yeah. as Captain Marvel. He goes inside and all the bugs find him. They just try to, to kill him. And oh, then, this is the and best then, part. You're right. And then these bugs go like, no, and like a bunch of ants pop. He's like, no, we recognize him. He saved us from yeah, the boot. quick. So, so Brandon, so <laughs> earlier in the book, Billy, there's like a cockroach that's just eating and Billy doesn't kill it. And he like lets it go. And then yeah. like there's a trail he of just ants. Says, hey, shoot. Yeah. And there's a trail of ants that like he like doesn't kill as well. Yeah. So when these giant robots are, are filled with these insects that are going to kill Billy. Because they're being telepathically called by, by Mr. Mind. Mr. Mind. Uh-huh. So the one cockroach who survived was like wait he's my friend don't hurt him yeah. and then they, and when because um the other yeah. guy Legreen or whatever Legreen Legreen because he because he and his flunky show up and they squish the ants he's like hey stop squishing these ants mm-hmm. that's why like, the ants are like hey he saved us from the boot yeah the boot, the boot. <laughs> I love that I was like the boot yeah it's a it's Mi- a really great Mr. Moment. Mind is a super kooky character oh, yeah, yeah. Like, and his narration. I like uh, how he doesn't have actual voice well, cause bubbles. Well, because it's like it's like it's like the voice of God. Yeah, like, he doesn't even have speech bubbles because uh-huh. it's that important. Like he's like you just he's speaking. Him. He's speaking through the robots. Yeah, yeah. Um, it reminded me of like uh, <clears throat> the day of the Earth stood still. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But There's like a lot of that. super silly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, super silly rendition. I gotta be honest. So like, I think the art is really good. There are some points where the little kids look real weird. Sure. There yeah. are some like, they look 10, but like they have, they almost look like chibi, but like their heads are bigger and their expressions uh-huh, yeah. are a little weird. Uh-huh. But um, overall, uh, I like Savannah's look a lot. He looked real gross. Yeah, yeah. Short, ugly, bald man. And, and you get the idea of him being like this very petty person, yeah. Which, yeah. I, which I really wish had come across. There's this part I wanted to talk about. Um, so, he, there's a stranger who walks onto the subway ahead of Billy that's going to the wizard and he disappears. Right, yeah. Is and the... uh, and it's never referenced again in the book. I yes. this is oh, yeah. this is because this happens in the original comics. Um and it wasn't until is it the Phantom Stranger. And I'm gonna tell I, you I was it about to say that joke, damn it. No, know, it wasn't until nineteen ninety one in a graphic novel, The Power of Shazam, where Jerry Ordway mm-hmm. uh, reveals the mysterious stranger who led Billy onto the magical subway train to the wizard was actually his own father. In that way, Billy's family played something of an active role in guiding him from struggling orphan to successful hero. Why? How is it his dad? Uh, I haven't read that comic, but I had to dig- I don't know dive if I for want that note. Um, it's this was an older idea. So this comic obviously doesn't run with that. That stranger was always there in those old stories. Yeah. So this is just another piece that 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 there was this mysterious stranger who guided Billy there. This was a nod to that. Okay. Um, in this one, he just walks right onto the train. Billy had found the train himself. Yeah. In the older comics, um, Billy hadn't even found the train. He was following a stranger up to that point. 
That's why in the movie he gets oh okay no because and because he goes to the Karate Attorney via subway in this and also in the movie so okay yeah that that, 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 but that's also a Jeff Johns thing Jeff Johns oh, yeah. d- did the subway thing also right and it happens but it's happened before yeah. Jeff Johns uh, wrote that um the the. Uh, I'm assuming the. Uh, I really hope the the it's it's it was his parent thing is done better than Amazing Spider-Man Two, the deleted scene, where we don't even talk about where it. Where Peter Parker's dad shows up and says, I, "I'm alive the whole time." No, no, no. It, I don't think it has anything to do with that. Uh, what it was is that um, in in the older comics, Billy's parents were more of an active involved. They weren't dead right from the start. They were more of an active involved mm-hmm. part of his his life and his story. And actually, part of the Marvel family at one point. So um, this is all that kind of comes back to being nods to that. But uh, this story really gets across just a lot of like, hey, get familiar with Mister Mind, get familiar with Savannah, get familiar with uh, Mary Marvel, um, who's <laughs> who's no longer the twin sister of of yeah. Billy. Uh, Shazam or Shazam is he Captain Marvel in this one? Captain yeah, Marvel. like Captain he's Marvel. at like some like uh, uh, like law firm or something no he's it's no it's that's, that's when he network. goes to the news network the news network that's right and and then when he leaves he's just like can i use your window please yeah and he sleeps and he window. just and he just flies off um there's it's it's it again when i was reading it for the first time i had to get in my mind that it was a separate character so on this page uh if i could find it uh whatever he's like did you like that billy and yeah, then, yeah. then Billy. Oh, yeah, when yeah, when, when he puts uh-huh. the uh, reporter lady in her place after yeah. she'd been rude to Billy. And it's like it's like a side by side of like Shazam talking to Billy, but it's the same but person. But they're the same yeah. person and they have different facial expressions. Like, that's it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's like not, Fight Club. That part of it is not the way I like it in being written. And but it's everything only else in about this. this no, right? no, no, it's not only okay. this. This was in older comics too. It wasn't until they got to a certain point where they started treating Billy as though he changed and mm-hmm. was in the adult body but still the mentality and everything of of who he was as the boy okay. um that this still was writing off of those ideas that were present in the comics at the time there was just a period of time where this is okay yeah yeah, yeah exactly i'm okay with that. um but i like the more modern interpretation where billy is a like, child like in a big. superhero body like big yeah and that being said like it, it is implied at least in this one that um he is still billy's future but he's like pulled out of time to come back every time he says he says Shazam, Shazam, and granted with the gift it's because really at one point in this idea. comic he says, "I am your future self." And when he talks to Tawny the talking the Tawny the Tiger, he recognizes him f- from Billy's perspective, even though he is Captain Marvel at the time. I forgot this turns into a kaiju movie. Um, Brandon, yes, uh, yeah. yeah, he grows super. There's size, a part where he Shazams and he's huge, and he fights two giant right. robots. Yeah, um, yeah, good. because when he first uh, turns into Captain Marvel and he's talking to the wizard, he says, "How do you feel, Captain Marvel?" And he says, "A lot of my memory is is foggy." And he tells Billy that he is his future self. So all those elements are kind okay. of there. All right, um, but I still prefer when Billy is just of his own mind at the time in the body. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, I really like everything that's on display here. How do you guys feel about I, that? Yeah. I was glad that I finally got a sense of who Mr. Mind was. Because at the end of, of the movie Shazam, and we see Mr. Mind in the cell with um, Savannah, I'm sitting there going, I have no idea who this guy is, and it's really bugging me. I kind of felt like when I first saw Avengers and we saw Thanos, I'm like, who is this dude? I don't know him. But of course, Shazam is one of those comic book characters that not a lot of Casey Casuals or pe- or even today a lot of people don't really reference. Sure. So he is ap- a weird choice. Yeah. For that poster. I'm a comic book sure. aficionado, and I don't know exactly. shit about Mister Mind. <laughs> exactly. So after reading this and seeing who Mister Mind kind of sort of is, and now I'm like, okay, I have a lot. 
greater respect for the movie or what they did, especially with the alligator people. I was really glad you picked this. We didn't even talk about the monster society. There's a cyclops. There's oh, a yeah. dragon. Yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. a, a Spider Man. Yeah, but even with the alligator, like because now when I see Shazam again and they op- and Pedro opens the door to the alligator people, I was like, I get it now. I get the joke or I get the reference. Sure. So see, so reading this book, definitely reading this, op- made me enjoy the movie a whole lot more. And also, and once again, it's like I want to pick up more Shazam, either older yeah, and newer. I'm gonna grab a, a couple of choice Shazam books that do better represent like, exactly the things I love about the character. But this is definitely good, like introduction to if you want to get just a like broad idea uh-huh. of of Captain Marvel's Shazam, uh, his world and what that's like, and and the kind of characters involved in it. This is a great like jump in book and, and get an uh, idea about everything. It's very, it's all reader friendly. Like it I think is. any age can read this. There's nothing mature. True. Like True. it's, it's no. a nice, it's a nice good read. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the comics, there was a, a character called Uncle Marvel. I just wanted to point that out. He's an old fat man who didn't have any powers, but uh, claimed to be a claimed to be a relative. I think he was in the. I think he's in Young Justice. Probably because there because <laughs> in young in the show Young Justice Billy does have an uncle who he lives with in Fawcett City and he calls him his own I don't I don't know if it's Uncle it's Marvel not, but it is his uncle yeah it's it's is his yeah, uncle the, an old the circus? golden the golden age originally publication Fawcett Comics of mm-hmm. of Captain Marvel now Shazam um, the golden age Marvel Captain Marvel had a family um, Captain Marvel Junior uh, Mary Marvel uh, but also Uncle Marvel and Tawny the Talking Tiger. Uh, Freckles Marvel, like he had, he had a whole family. Okay, and, and DC only used sp- sparingly those characters until the New Fifty Two erased all of them, and mm-hmm. Jeff Johns reinterpreted a lot of those characters to right. be his uh, steps, his step family. You know where else we see um, Shazam slash Captain Marvel? Except he's known as Captain Thunder in a uh, Flashpoint. Thunder, yes, he is. Thunder, he's Captain Thunder in Flashpoint. We also yep. see him in Convergence. Oh yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. If you want to remember that terrible event, uh, let's not. I try to forget. Well, some of the times are pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah. But this Shazam's yeah, book, The Monster Society of Evil, highly recommend it. I really enjoyed reading yeah, it. It was fun. Ryan, man. Good. All right. So I guess next week we'll be on our regularly scheduled book club. Ryan, do you know what you, what you got I'll planned? let you know. All right. Um, then that'll do it. Heck yeah. That'll do it for this for this episode this week. Uh, next week we have Hellboy. <gasps> Yes. I may or may not be on that episode, so we'll see. Okay. Uh, we'll see what happens. We may or may not have a guest. Hell, we'll hell yeah. With a guest? We might. Oh. oh, cool. It's a mystery. Um, yeah, um, I've, I've mentioned at the top I am moving, so uh, we'll see. Um, my last day is that day, so mm. we'll see what I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, our next MCU special will be recorded uh, and up probably Wednesday. Ooh. Hopefully. I'm not going to... not gonna. Confirm that date, <laughs> but that is my goal. That's my goal. Uh, also, some of Mithilinius is up. Uh, is up now. Uh, a new episode, hopefully soon. Shield of Achilles. We'll figure that one out. Uh, again, with my move, it's really kind of played havoc with my schedule. I, n- <laughs> I know that feel, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but it's, al- it's almost over. Um, we are a Funko affiliate, so if you guys like Funko Pops, click the link in the description. We know you do. Um, and cl- and uh, use shop ten. S H O P one zero, all one word, for ten percent off your purchase. Um, we are a uh, Pave Media podcast, paving the way. Uh, so check out more more podcasts of the Pave Media Network for on pavemedia.net um, for other podcasts such as Let's Get Content- Contextual, Beg to Differ, mm. Batman vs the World, mm. some cool stuff there. Um, beyond the box set, hell yeah. 
Uh, you can find us also on Patreon and on Public. Just lo- you know, look up Fickner Pod or Fickner Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a you new shirt. We have a new shirt on T on T Public. We're in the event game now. Event game. If you've been listening to our MCU specials, and again, those mug will have other merchandise. Those mugs turned out really well. Mighty um, mugs. So definitely should check those out. No, once I I've been looking at the phone cases because once I get a new phone, I'm, that's probably gonna be the first phone case I'm gonna get. I hope the phone cases look good. Oh, uh, coffee mugs don't make good phone cases. Well. Ryan, you're fired. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you want to wear uh, my Freudian slip on a T-shirt for a Venn game, go for you know, it. I don't think that's considered a Freudian slip. Well, whenever I messed up, I don't know. Do you remember Freudian Sip? Yeah, I do. That yeah. was the coffee yeah, shop yeah, at Costa Northridge. Yeah, dude. The coffee shop at our alma mater. Yeah. I didn't even go there, and I went there. <laughs> I think I went there. <laughs> I live right next to it. I think the times I actually went to a Freudian Sip to get a coffee, I could count on one hand. Yeah, yeah I went there a lot, actually. I got soda good. from the stores, mostly. Mm. Um, all right. Until next week, guys. Thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Oh, As yes. always, thank you to Jeremy Vellucci, who does our um, theme tunes and music and blah, blah, blah. Theme songs um, theme tunes. You can find them on Instagram at Jeremy, at Jeremy Bellucci Keyboards. Uh, you can find a show, Suburban Proctologist, a new episode soon, I hope. Yeah. Uh, you can find them on iTunes, Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official, Instagram at Subproc Podcast. Mike Matola, thank you so much. We hope to have you on soon. Yeah. Hell yeah. We have, we'll have, I think we have hopefully two guests in the pipeline with Mike and a uh, special guest I'll mm. announce when we set a date. I love it. Um, I love guests. Thank you to, thank you to him. You can find him at, at Mike Matola. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Mike, Mike, Mike. Check him out, guys. He's a really cool guy. He does our logos. He does. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fakner Podcast. Fakenerguys at gmail.com. If you like to get in touch with personally, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ryan? Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm DJ Tony Snark and everything. Also, uh, twitch.com, uh, Fake Nerds Play. Maybe. Always be on the lookout. For Always be on the lookout. Nobody, yeah. nobody yeah. expects. No nope. one expects the fake nerds to play. <laughs> <laughs> Sparks, Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S- uh, no, on Instagram, S <gasps> P A R K Z Witty. I rolled it back into my old way of oh, saying. Oh, ben. there is no Twitter. There is no Twitter. Well, Always I like have that. both Twitter and Instagram. It's Ben Magnet Twenty Seven. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next time, guys. Shazam! Shazam! Thank you, Ben. You're welcome, Ryan. <laughs>